What's good? What's good? What's good, man? Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast. It's your boy Ari Starks with my boy Loso. We are getting ready to get this intro going for you guys, man. With this whole Ice Cube and Biggie Small storytelling debate going on right now, with everybody always knowing about Big and all his situation and his songs and such, which is classic shit. People just tend this generation tends to forget how great Ice Cube was. So we're gonna start the episode off today with an Ice Cube storyteller record, which is off the death certificate of the 1991 death certificate album, classic joint, My Summer Vacation. Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast, man. Let's get it going. The spot's getting hot, so I am I supposed to make a nut? Police looking at niggas through a microscope. In L.A., everybody and they myself dope. They trying to stop it. So what the fuck can I do to make a profit? Catch a flight to St. Louis. That's cool, because nobody knows. We stepped off the plane. Four gang bangers, professional crack slings. Rented a car at wholesale, drove to the ghetto and checked in a motel. Unpacked, then I grabbed a 38. Cause where we stand, niggas look shady. But they can't face our shit. Cause what's in the cap is fundamental. Keeping out every block close. Seeing which one will clock the most. Yeah, this is the one, no doubt. Fuck to you, bone, and let's clear these niggas out. Hey, hey man, what's up, nigga? Well, let's nigga. Now clearing them out, mid casualties. Still had the LA mentality. Bust a cap and out of there in a hurry. Wouldn't you know? A drive by in Missouri. Them fools got popped. Took that corner next day. Set up shot. And it's better than slanging in the valley. Triple the profit, making more than I did cap. Breaking up rocks like party rubble. Cause them rock ass niggas don't want trouble. And we ain't on edge when we do what police don't recognize the khakis and the sweatshirts. Getting bitches and they can't stand. 1991 Tony Montana. Not a shit's like a war. A gang violence. Well, it was never seen before. Punk's run when the gap bust. Spoke Jerry Crow niggas kicking up dust. And some of them are even looking up to us. Wearing our colors and talking that gang's fuck. Giving up much love. Dying for a street that they never heard of. But all the motherfuckers want to stand strong. So you know the phrase. Once again, it's sun. That was a crazy bar. Central Los Angeles, which are known for their drive-by shootings, have migrated into East St. Louis, leaving three dead and two others injured. No arrests have been made. Police say this is a nationwide trend, with similar incidents occurring in Texas, Michigan, and Oklahoma. My homie got shot. He's a corner black. St. Louis niggas want they corner back. Shooting in snowy weather. It's illegal business. Niggas still can't stick together. Fucking police got the poor one one that L.A. ain't all. Surface, son. But we ain't thinking about the boys. Few like the hat bills and McCoy's. Now the shit's getting tricky. Cause now they look for the colors and the kids. Damn. Not getting hot from the past. About the back up and start slanging in Seattle. But the nuts rate about six in the morning. Try to catch a nigga when he's yawning. Put his clock to my chest as I pause. Went to jail in my motherfucking drawers trying to give me 57 years. Face will be full of those tattoo tears. It's the same old story and the same old nigga stuff. And the public defender ain't giving a fuck. The fool must be sparked. Talking about a double life plea bargain. You got the deal with the grips and the press by hand. Chief, but the black gorilla family. And the white pride don't like my side. And it's a ride if anyone knows die. No parole or probation. 
Now this is a young man's summer vacation. No chance for rehabilitation. Cause look at the motherfucking years that I'm facing. I'ma end it like this. Cause you know what's up. My life is fucked. Police eat a dick straight up. Look here, you little goddamn nigger. You're not gobbling nobody. You fucking understand me? That's right. Get down on the goddamn ground now. Fucking move. You know what I'm saying, bro? It's just straight, great commentary, great, you know, like just visuals, shit that you've probably seen and. You know, many news, news, you know what I'm saying, stations, documentaries, movies, whatever. But when he was just always able to paint that picture perfectly. Right. Like when he said that, like, them niggas started wearing the colors and started dressing like us and wearing the hair like us, started repping a set from a street that they ain't even from. Bruh, how many states is that now when it comes That's to gangs? When it comes to gangs? A lot. Like, that's a lot of a lot of these rural areas, man. A lot of these rural Not areas, areas where, but more so like other states, like you know, you got Bloods and Crips in Atlanta or New York City or this place and that place, other countries. You know what I'm saying? Like the should have migrated. Like, yeah, and that's really from like you said, steady mobbing. Whereas like yo, we those niggas was moving to different states to get it how they, you know, what I'm saying get it how they live and shit. You know, the niggas. The influence follows. It, it just the trickle down effect, you know. Yeah. Be there or there, man. What a great record! What a great record. Ice Cube is really one of our legends, dude. Like clear as day. Like I know he's a legend for more than one thing in hip hop, but dog, when you just bring it back to the music, it's just a great reminder of how much of an impact he had in those early to mid '90s. Like the dude was literally. At a point, probably for what three years, the best rapper in the world. People forget, people forget after them three albums, after them three albums, and after he kind of went and did Friday and started going behind the camera. People forget that Cube was Cube was like the Cube was the best rapper alive in them three, and in between the three albums he put out, he was one of the best rappers alive. And people forget that, or being the pen for NWA, like. That's just, I mean, outside of random shit, you know, but he was the pen for the group. The, the, he was the heart of that group. You know Him saying? and Ren were the rapper rappers of that right. group. But, you know, when you think of songs like Dope Man, you know what I'm saying, fucking Fuck the Police and all of these joints. Those are hills. We know who pen that is, you know, and just to see where it went over to continue and continue and continue, it only, like, stamped that for real, for real, who was the heart of N.W.A., but we talking about that because a debate has been brought up. Shout out to Drink Champs, one of my favorite podcasts, especially in hip hop. Um, they had Tony Yayo on. Legend, 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 Tony Yayo. Shout out to Tony Yayo. Um, great debate about just storytelling in hip hop and who was better, Big or Ice Cube, when it came to storytelling. It was Yayo who chose Biggie and DJ EFN who chose Ice Cube. Now, both of them had their regional reasons or re- regional backings to, you know what I'm saying, back their arguments, you know what I'm saying, with Gayo growing up in NY, seeing that impact and all of that such. EFN, you know what I'm saying, bo- being born in L.A., you know what I'm saying, growing up a little bit on the, on the or growing up with Ice Cube music, but being in L.A. in the midst of it, you know what I'm saying, they both had their 
great, you know what I'm saying, uh, size to be able to bring to their points. But I felt like with Tony Ayo's only problem was he just was being too, too New York biased. And it was just like, dog, to, to say certain records or certain joints were just, Biggie were just clearly better, from, from Biggie that were just clearly better than Cube, where that's just not true. Where we're talking about songs like Who Shot Ya or whatever, whatever. Just seeing his reaction was just like, hey, yo, are we having a real debate? He was baffled. He was like, what? Like, you, you would have thought he said something about his mom the way he reacted. Bro, you, that's how I be with you on here sometimes. Not trying to be fun, but you know how you say something great. You're like, hey, yo, what? Like, that's how. Hey, him, he him. stood on it. He stood on it, man. I mean, I got to respect that he stood on it. He was wrong, but that's his opinion. He stood on it. Niggas being wrong. Like, if you stand on your shit, and he had a reason for it. So, standing on being wrong when you can, like, be open to be corrected to be right in the future is not commended. Oh, let me, hold on, hold on. Let me be clear here. I'm not with Yayo. I'm with the side of... Should never, let's just because somebody's standing on a, a bad opinion, like, you know what I'm saying? That don't make it. You can back up your opinion, though. And that's, I mean, I'm cool with backing up your opinion. Like, I've been in spaces where my debate, I didn't have much to debate with, but you know what I'm saying? I got enough. I got enough haymakers in here to help me out. You know? So I. Yeah. I'm joking. No, you know that. No, 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 no. You definitely, you definitely had. But, you know, just, just that debate itself was intense, but parts of it was like, this is really biased at certain points, and it just it, it, made, it made New York kind of look really like they didn't help with the like the notion that we don't really look at how our music is received outside of this state. You know what I'm saying? And preferably how music is looked like New York City's music is looked out looked at outside of New York City. You know what I'm saying? Whole- Right, and then you got to think about it with New York being that mecca of music for so long. It was just always at a at a high standard, whatever, whatever, you know. So I can understand why they would think that everything that was coming out during these times, or whether it was the way their beats are, the way a person was rapping on it, whatever, whatever, that was keen to New York City, you know, what I'm saying residents, but people outside of New York City who I said appreciated New York City being the Mecca and being, you know, where a lot of things were originated. That don't mean that those were the only things that were originated there. You know what I'm saying? Like other flows, other styles, other looks, other type of beats, all that stuff were created outside of New York City. And I feel like it took so long for New York City to appreciate those things that once all those things that they were underappreciate went past them, then it had to be like, oh nah, we we rock with it. Oh, let's all come together and all of that such whoop de whoop. No shot. It's just true facts. You know what I'm saying? We look at what the radio was in the mid two thousands versus how it was in the in the nineties or whatever. You know, it's two totally different regions playing on the radio at that point. But neither here nor there, it brings it to where we got a person who is growing up on big and what his style was, which is just an amazing style versus people who grew up on Q and his style, which is an amazing style. Two are both great storytellers. Big has 
uh, I got a story to tell. I got uh, a kick in the, well, not kick warning. The, you know what I'm saying? Warning. It's so warning. many points. You know, it's, it's so it's juicy. Is Juicy a storytelling record? Juicy is like a biographical. So, yeah, I would call it one. Yeah. But, yeah, he has many of them. You know what I'm saying? He has many joints. And that's not taking nothing away from his skill. Like, his storytelling um, skills are amazing. And I ain't gonna, I felt like it wasn't brought up as much as I thought it was when you talk about OG, like, storytellers over time. You know, I feel like Biggie kind of, like, gets looked at more as just, like, the, the bar smith other than, like, a great storyteller. But I think no, I've heard I've heard people recognize him as a storyteller. Oh no, yes, because he has a storytelling songs, but like being a top tier storyteller, I think he has the the songs to back it to be I up think there so with too. the slick ricks and the you know what I'm saying, the slick ricks yeah. and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Whoop the whoop. Um there's just people better. Yeah, but I think he still does have some of the best stories that were told, though. Given like I said, you got songs like Warning and like the songs we just stated are some of the best songs in hip hop. That's true. I mean, it, he doesn't have it today. Was a good day. He doesn't because he has a kick in the door. He has I got a story to tell. Like those are, you know what I'm saying? Those are his joints. You know. But then saying? I could say neither one of these niggas got a. I gave you power, or an undying love, or a rewind, or it, there's always levels. Was warning not a hit song? It was, but are we talking hits? Are we talking just storytelling records? Well, you sound like you're bringing up hit songs. I'm bringing up another name. I'm bringing up Nas. Well, you're that's what I'm saying. You're saying it's not this, it's not that. Whereas, like, I don't see why it would be. There's they're different songs unless you're trying to compare it to being a bigger, more notable song over time. Like, yeah, those songs were like, I guess you, today was a good. Day. I'm just saying concepts. Like. Concept wise, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the case. Yeah, today was a good day. It's probably the best story, like storytelling song, because it's very there's many factors into it other than just like the story itself, the beat, how easy digestible the song is. You know, what I'm saying replay value, the video, like the actual visuals. You know, what I'm saying like everything was relatability, like all of that thing plays into the fact of. In my opinion, for think, I mean, it was a good day being like the greatest story. I mean, you got that. Well, what do you think is the greatest storytelling song in hip hop? I, I think I think Biggie has one of them. There's three for me that come to mind. Biggie would have one of them. One of them would be, I got a story to tell, because mm-hmm. um, you know, he painted a very vivid picture, especially with the whole Nick, the New York Nick shit. He painted a very vivid picture. Um, today was a good day. Was is definitely up there in that top three for me. And then the third one, I gave you power. It's a concept. The concept. If I me, I'll probably go. I'll probably go. Today was a good day. Children's story and. Hmm. If I'm going just unbiased all time, like I'll probably say those those two still, and then the third probably. Hmm. I probably will go with um. Warning. 
I'll probably go with warning over. Steve, warning, yeah. Like, for the like intricacy and all of that shit, like I gave you power would probably be, but I'm looking at like the overall scheme of what a story, like a story that can be told to everybody, story that everybody can get, understand, is fire, all of those three things. I think those three songs have and on top of just replay value, those three songs has been anytime those songs come on, somebody's rapping it verbatim. Yeah. Like verbatim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Would you throw Scarface in there too? Oh, and we talking about just as artists that are great storytellers? Hell yeah. yeah. I think it might be debate. Like if he was thrown into the conversation, if you had somebody from Houston in there, they would have said he was the best. Or from the South period. You know what I'm saying? They would have said he was the best. And he has all mm-hmm. the things to show why. You know what I'm saying? Given he's like that real in-depth album artist, he doesn't have those hit songs. But if you even think about songs like My Block, that was a big song during oh the album. Uh, that, that was, was a great album. You know what I'm saying? Great, great record, great album. You know what I'm saying? With the video, all of that with a great story. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of those songs, like you said, that when you play it, people will will will, will recite it verbatim. It falls in that that line too. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, now so for me, like I think the debate is it's kind of like I won't say that it's pointless. I just think we just gotta really go back and look at how some of these artists were just, you know, what I'm saying the pictures they were painting outside of our own region, guys. Like, but then again, like let's we stop that because it's people that that's from over here that was still like, yo, nah, bro, Cube is him, bro. Like, what do we? I'm one about? of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just do your hip hop history, just like, come on, bro. I think Biggie is third, honestly, to me. To me, me preface it by saying to me, I think Biggie comes third. I think Biggie is third. I think Nas is one, and I think Cube is two. And reason being, I think the catalog, the catalog isn't extensive enough for Biggie. I'm sorry, I know he couldn't he couldn't control that, but let's really be real. Biggie's two albums is better than a lot of niggas' catalogs. I don't know why niggas be saying that. As a slight to Biggie or something like that, like this not a albums get way more plays than it's a reality lot. Of like it's reality for decades after, so it's reality. It's, you it's you reality, can't. but his those two albums are still all the way, like all production lyrics, all is better than a lot of niggas' projects for many years. So it's like but not the two that, niggas over him. Who? Nas and Cube. What 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 album outside of Illmatic, Stillmatic? It was written. Over, I'm not putting that over neither. It was written. It was I'm written. Putting, as- I'm not putting that over. Ready to die or uh or uh fucking um fuck is it called? Left after death. death. Neither. Neither. And that's it's that's his that's Nas's second greatest album. But I'll put it was written. I'll put it over over Ready to Die, but I won't put it over Life of the Death. It's over one, but not the other. Not at all. Not at all. Bruh, give me the loot. Machine gun funk. Warning. Ready to die. One more chance. The what? Juicy. Everyday struggle. Me and my bitch. Big Papa. Unbelievable. Suicidal thoughts. Who shot you? Just playing. This is getting... It was written out the water, bro. The message. Street dreams. Gave you power. Taking them blood. Nas is coming. Affirmative action. Black Girl Lost, If I Rule the World, like the yeah, entire I, I, album was all storytelling. 
I got you on storytelling, but it's not better than this album. You could argue that it is. Oh, I'm going to argue that it is. Oh, no. I can't. I, I wouldn't even. I I'll wouldn't give you Life After Death, though. I, I, there's nothing that can compare to that. I understand. It's literally, I don't see, like, it's literally, like, probably nine, out of 19 songs, a good 16 to 15 songs are classics. Ready to Die? Yes. Who shot you? Once again, suicidal thoughts. Unbelievable. Big Papa. Me and my. It's all baby. nostalgia. It's all nostalgia. Bruh, I mean, they still fire though. But it's all nostalgia. If you listen to if you listen to Ready to Die as a new fan and you listen to It Was Written right after, I'm a guarantee you're gonna like It Was Written a little more. Oh no, nah. it's too many knocking joints on this dude. And his style, Biggie style was still like way ahead of his time. So that's why I'm saying also why his two albums still stand the test of time versus a lot of nigga shit. Where do you put Pac in Storytellers list? I will also have him in, in that in that close to top five. He was more so like political storytelling, but more so in the cube cube aspect. He was like, like cube. Wasn't yeah. as lyrical as cube or like, you know what I'm saying? As better as a, a writer than cube and what that's just me personally not taking nothing away from cube like strictly from my nigga like me against the world is my favorite cube album straight up and down i mean pop out about to say like yeah, wait a minute yeah 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 but that's my favorite tupac album i feel like that's his most personable album where it's like it's just just I feel like everything was just encompassing in that album <laughs> But when you got songs like, you know what I'm saying, If I Die Tonight, So Many Tears, Temptations, like Dear Mama, God Tear Record. Shout out Easy Moby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Outlaw, Death Around the Corner, It Ain't Easy. Like, it's some really good songs on there. I really did like, you know, fucking Strictly For My Niggas is probably my second favorite one. But even if you go like to the first album where you got songs like Trapped and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Brennan's like, got a baby. Brennan's got a baby is one of the greatest storyteller songs ever. Yeah, that's 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 up there. If we talk about, I might have to put that as my number three. Wait, no, 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 no. Me frick, me frick. Yeah, that's my number three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it. Today was a good day. Children's story. Brenda's got a baby. Top three storyteller songs of all time for me. People forget about people forget about um children's story. Um, I mean, I guess it comes oh. with like, the times. They, they, like, I'm sure that at every cookout still. Yeah, and it, it pioneered the the not the genre, but it pioneered the shtick of the storytelling rap. You know I mean it? It kind of pioneered that. It's Slick Rick is a pioneer for that. Story, very dark story. God damn. I mean, we was we was bobbing our heads to it like. Not us. It, that nigga got us. But yeah, man. I definitely uh yeah, soldier story. Like, yeah, crooked ass. If oh, if my homie calls, I, I love that record right there, bro. Yeah, he has some really good joints, dog. Really, really good joints. I mean, Pac probably be in my like probably like top five to seven for sure. Top five to seven. Cause then I still got Ghostface. You still got motherfucking um like Ghostface is probably in my top five, you know, like, mm. and you know, it's probably somewhere I can't really, I probably would have to go with my top five. I'll say Cube, Cube for sure. 
definitely Ghostface in there, like I said. Would I say Big in my top five? I said Big was in there. I don't want to have Slicker Rick in my top five personally because it's just I only really know of like art of storytelling, children's story, like more so like all around shit that I've heard around the time. But like to really go deep dive into it, and I've never really did it. You know, Um, but no, it's it's some really good joints there, man. Like I said, Big Cube. It's it's a great debate, but I feel like it's so many more people in the in the world of storytelling that low key like we probably wouldn't have this debate if we were really having this real a real storytelling conversation. But neither here nor there. Let us know what some of y'all favorite storytellers and storytelling songs in hip hop. Put them in the comments, man. Let us know. Let us hit us hit us up on social media. Let us know what some of your favorite joints, man. Um, did you have any? I don't know if you said yours or if you did. Oh, no, yeah, I said mine. I said uh, Nas, Q, Big, uh, and Pac. That's my four. My five changes with the weather. Ghost, Face, uh, sometimes. Face. <laughs> oh, hey, that's a bar. <laughs> um. You could even throw, and I know we're gonna talk about him a lot this episode, but you could even throw Hove on there too. Mm-hmm. Meet the Parents is one of my favorite uh storytelling records. Me. You must love me. It's crazy. A week ago is crazy. A week ago. Fucking um what's my joint, dog? Uh low key, oh, it was not storytelling, it was flexing crazy. Fit a lot of shit on 444, like it's a lot of smile. Autobiographical, but still counts. Smile, smile is amazing, right? We're talking about just the relationship between him and his mother and their story. You know what I'm saying? December 4th. You know, it's so many great. Look at a song 444, too. Like the There's vulnerability. No That's like, what I'm talking about. No, talking about like the record. But yeah, man, so many great joints, man. So many. We can keep going with that joint, but man, let's mm-hmm. get ready to uh, move on, man. What we got next, brother? Uh, you want to get into some music or rather announcements because it was more announcements than drops. Uh, this past week, it wasn't really nothing too crazy this weekend, bro. We got a new record from Quavo and Future called Turn Your Click Up, but I mean, I haven't really heard nothing too crazy. It's a solid oh, I remember what came out, man. JT is back, the real JT. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was probably been that that was probably the drop of the weekend. The hey, real JT. Let's talk some Coco Jones, man. Because Coco Jones is having her an amazing weekend right now, bro. Shout out to her, man. So uh prior to uh Friday night, we had a picture of Coco Jones posting of her on FaceTime with Justin Timberlake. I'm looking at this and like, oh, this is cool. He acknowledging new artists, she out doing her shit, she getting her connections right, solid shit. Little did we know, we were in. We were getting a goddamn remix later that night. We just <laughs> roll out, y'all. We was just. I was. Your boy was slipping in his pimping. You know what I'm saying? But that night we see on on his joints, I see you remix featuring Justin Timberlake, and I'm like, ooh. And he cooked. He cooked. Let's 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 hear let's hear his verse real quick, man. He definitely did his thing on this joint, man. It, it wasn't no man in the woods for this shit. It wasn't man in the woods. This was man in in in, in the busted up studio in the hood. 
You know, you got that one R&B singer in the hood that's that's doing all the hooks on all the all the drug dealer turned rappers songs. Eddie Kane. Trying to tell you, bro, you got that one R&B nigga that he on all the drug dealers hooks. All right, here we go. This ICU remix featuring Justin Timberlake, man. Let's hear this Justin verse. Was Beyonce? This brought back a lot of that energy. I'm not saying that nobody was talking like Beyonce. I'm not comparing the songs, none of that. I'm just saying his his the, the energy on it reminded me of reminded me of just when we found out we seen that. I remember Love in the Club was out doing his thing, and it's out of nowhere. The remix came out part two. Justin Timberlake. We like wait, whoa, 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 what, what is what's going on? And then we hear it like what the f- it's even better. Like you know you yeah. know. Like he just added to the song. It didn't feel like like it's just a regular verse and he just recorded over it. Like this feel like this was actually like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he actually like wanted to bring something. He was invested. He was invested. I'm saying he's not just copying a verse and just singing it from his with his voice. He he was invested. He was invested in it. Exactly. And it's just like what a great look like for Coco to just be on the same record, let's not take it. Justin Timberlake is a legend in music. Hey, you saying that like she wasn't just on a record with Babyface? No, I'm saying I was trying. I was trying to like remember <laughs> as I was talking, but to go from Babyface to Justin Timberlake, it's huge. A, what? A less than a year? Within the year. Within the year. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. 
it's crazy, man. And it's, it's really amazing to show that she really is. This is how a star in R&B is, should be presented. Who's she signed to? Mm, let me 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 see. I don't want to get the line to you, brother. Let me see. She is signed to Def Jam. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. She got the machine behind her. Hey, machine or not, bro? Because you got to think about it. She got here without a machine. No, I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying that she got it. She has the, what is it? She has the eye but they're and not the hand. Her on. They're not forcing her on us. That's the good thing I'm saying. That's why it's like, it's not like on some like industry play type nah, shit. You know you're, not, you're not catching what I'm saying. I'm saying like how Cardi B was at Capital, at, what is it, Atlantic? How Cardi B was at Atlantic, how she basically, they basically like her rollout, throughout her rollout, as an artist, like they kind of like backed her and like propelled and the, I, her. I, I, I gotta get what you're saying. You get what I mean? Like she got def jam. Right. They put money behind something right. You know, like the record's good, funded. Like get that shit moving and grooving. And ICU is one of the biggest records over this like remix now too. With Justin Timberlake, bro. Like let's not fucking fuck around and act like this dude is not. A legend in RB and music, American music, whatever you want to call it. He's a legend in this shit. You know what I'm saying? And for you to be a rookie on the on on the RB game right now, on the on the on the main stage level, she a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On the social street, she been known, you know what I'm saying? But this is great, really great, dog. Shout out to Coco Jones, shout out to Justin Timberlake, you know what I'm saying? Stepping up, they like not stepping up, you know what I'm saying. Just added to a, a great record, man. But on top of what she did with this record, she also performed at the Broccoli Fest over this weekend. And bro, when I mean she just had the best stroke, she has the best stroke of luck right now, bro. Like I thought you was gonna just don't say so much. Y'all niggas is just on horn. But she's at the Broccoli Fest performing. And while she's performing um, her song, uh, it's like, I forgot what exactly what, the, what it's called. I'm blanking right now. But it's like a ver- or like it's her version of the Rain record by um, SWV. Like she flipped it and shit. But while she's performing it and shit, bro, it starts to rain. Oh, wow. When I mean, it was just, it was just, just all it was doing was just giving her the whole vibe of just straight 90s, 2000s R&B singing your heart out the rain she had the aura bro it was literally perfect like how is no is no better you can get from that dog just as an r&b artist for real for and, and presenting a live performance you gotta think most people back in the day when they wanted the rain effect they would do the fake rain you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the art, dog just to be able to have that and people there who was there on the ground there watching it said as soon as she's you know what i'm saying was done with her performance sun came back out like what the fuck? Like it's like Prince of the Super Bowl. Dog. Exactly. It's inexplicable. It's like it, it nobody knows how it happened. It's just nature kind of knew it was right. It really started raining as soon as he sung Purple Rain. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Yo, so she's just on top of that, man. She's just finding more ways or just is more opportunities for more fans to be in tune and just grow, grow more love for what she's doing, man. Like she's knocking it out the park right now, man. Shout out to Coco Jones, dude. Real talk, 
Um, but yeah, Death Soldier. Um, Death Soldier dropped this week. Uh, Moonlight Marauder. Um, Death Soldier out of the Bronx. Um, he's so he signed. He signed uh, to the same management as Rome. So they kind of work together. This dude, they're on tour together too. Uh, this dude's kind of nice, man. I, I like his. Uh, I like his delivery. Uh, he got Jay Skis on here. He got a young lady named Raina Blanco. Or no, Raina Simone, who's who does the interludes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, it's like a movie. He he put out a movie like a. You know how when Losos Way came out, he had the, the Losos Way DVD. That's kind of what he has with this project. It's called Moonlight Marauder. Um, sample heavy, soul sample heavy. So it it drew me in immediately. So y'all should go check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out, man. You definitely, you that's you definitely like for me. I always feel like rap is the hardest place to like really just deep dive and try to find new music because this is just so much like. Oh, I always, shit, I always you know, try it's to. It's a lot of monkey see, monkey do shit, you know. So it just gets it gets annoying after a point to be like, dog, I just heard this. I heard this. This guy sounds like the last guy. You know what I'm saying? And not saying that's like I'm not trying to like no old head nigga. But I'm just saying with the facts is when trying to deep dive and try to find new artists, where it's like you just it's more for me at least I'm finding more dubs than 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 W's. I like it because like I like what I like. So if it sounds like what I like, I'm already drawn to it. You know what I'm saying? So it it doesn't sound too different to what I like, so I, that's why I gravitate towards it. Oh, I forgot. We had another great record that came up over this weekend. I think I tried, I think I sent it to you. I wasn't sure, but Robert Glasper put out a record that's going to be for the, um, it's going to be on a soundtrack to the run, the um, girls run the world. Um, what thing it's called just run the world, but the, uh, show, I think it's on stars, all black women cast. Um, but got a song called back to love featuring sir and Alex Isley. Nice. Nice record. Sure, really nice sure record. back outside. He back outside for real, for real. But we we been through that. Like he dropped some joint last year. The um, what was it the Nothing Even Matters record, which was really dope. He dropped a record with his brother. He was on um Ab Soul album. Mm-hmm. That's my speaking shit. of TDE. Uh, Reason was on the JBP today, confirming that he has an album dropping on the twenty eighth. It's called Porches. Um, I think he said 15 records. He got the single out, uh, You Better Do It, um, which is like a twerk type of shit record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think That's the way he described him, though, bro, he's just when you think yeah. he's be just like, uh, av- like I would say, no average because you can't even say niggas in TDE are, are one dimensional, they're not. No, and he, he talked about that. He talked about trying to be not be the rapidly rap guy. He wants to be able to create music, not just rapidly, 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 rap. But I don't know why niggas think that's what TDE represents. Like, the, if you really, pay it's because of Kendrick. It's but that's the thing. Kendrick is not even like that. Like he's like if you if we listen to his albums, he doesn't have all rapidly rap records ever. Well, and he's not there. Like, not so one album can. has all rapidly rap. Even Good Kid, Mad City has fucking backseat freestyle. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Which is that? What's that? We're fucking in the video. Literally has a woman throwing that ass right next to him. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's I don't know. There's bro. there's balance. There's balance. And the thing is, they've always presented that because they've always tried to make like dope quality 
esque radio records. You know what I'm saying? It just never moved because, you know, blog era and all of that shit. That was really hard for certain niggas to get on the radio, any of that nature. But neither here nor there with Ransom, I mean, not with Ransom, but with Reason, as I thought he was going to be the pure rapper guy. But over time and seeing these different beats and styles of songs and flows and that he's presenting to us as fans. Bro, it's not like it's that would be disrespectful to think he's just being one pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and he's he spoke on that a lot. He also spoke on like not listen to this podcast. Oh, he he spoke on like how his his like his introduction because I believe the first album he put out during the pandemic. No, give or take around that time. I think it was like either 2019, 2020, somewhere around there. He said that he saw a spike after the pandemic, kind of like after the pandemic, he saw a spike in streams and people started fucking with him. And he kind of was disappointed with how he had to like wait for that support because initially first album was 2018. Sorry to cut you off. The one that he put out during the pandemic, the, the black and white cover. Oh, 2020 new begin. We we put that album over amazingly. We did, but he said out of his own mouth. That he didn't start to see the support for that album till after the pandemic, so he he said that this is a clean slate album that he's putting out right now. That's great. Where bro. it's he a clean slate. Where album dog. He got wow. Dochi, Sakari. He got Sir on the album. Let's be real. This new class of TDE is fucking fire. Can I throw Isaiah Rashad in there too? Because Isaiah Rashad's fire. I'm mean, not saying that he's not, but they're like technically like second class. So him Dochi, and SZA are a class. Of, him and SZA are, in my opinion, are like a class of their own. I say the new. I'll say it's like four classes to an extent. You got the you got the original class, which is you know what I'm saying black black hippie. hippie, and then you got the next wave, which is SZA and Isaiah Rashad, and then you got the next wave, which was like Lance Skywalker and Sir. And then you had um, coming in after that, which was Dochi and Ray Vaughn. Is wait a minute? Is Reason not with Lance Skywalker? I would say yeah, Reasons with those three. Sorry, I didn't mean I'm, I don't know. Okay. But he's with Reason. Reasons with Sir and, and Lance Skywalker. And I say he Dochi was talking. Spicy Vaughn are the new the new additions, which are Dochi is. Dolce is so talented, bro. I've heard I've heard some of her shit. She, yeah, I like her. I like she, her. She, she reminds me of like Azalea Banks without drama and like more and talent. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that to her. Not <laughs> the real shit. Even though she's a little like off kilter, but she was definitely like ahead of a lot of his flows and sounds when it comes to like that alternative, like techno, that techno rap shit, like that that dance. Do you like, like that shit? I'm. I mean, I didn't like her shit specifically, but I did like like if I listen to like. Like the one twelve, I think it was called. What was the record called? One twelve or something like that. That you came on. Like a lot of those beats remind me of shit that I hear like on um, what's my girl name? Like Lil Sims or like shit that we're hearing on the Beyonce album. I'm not saying that that was influenced by just, but those are the sounds that I was hearing Azalea Banks rap over years ago. You know what I'm saying? But that's neither. That's that's not. I'm just saying that that's real brash, alternative, free style. 
that she had, I see that a lot in Dochi. And but the music, it has a sprinkle of that alternative shit, but she can give you that record like she got with um the Block Boy record that she got with Kodak. You know what I'm saying? Which is going stupid. You know what I'm saying? But she also has like shout to me and shout to YouTube for being able to um present the Coachella record, I mean Coachella um festival on YouTube for free, bro. And I was able to see her performance and I was just amazed and stunned, bro. She had like very vulnerable song, lit songs, really just dope, like you know what I'm saying, hip hop song, whatever, whatever. It was she multifaceted and what's not in one pocket, you know. That's one thing I say punch and top dog really look for is like multifaceted and they have an eye for time. Multifaceted artists. Like we they have an eye for time. They really do. So much, bro. And they feel like they really know how to put them through a, the right system to get them going. Because when they're ready to be presented to the world, ain't nothing that they got. They're ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, What else? Anything else come on? Oh, Nas. Nas announced Magic 2. Yep. Rumor has it that it might be dropping this week. I know you happy, man. I know you know. I know Chris happy as hell. I'm happy too. I thought the first Magic record was great. I am happy as shit. I mean, we we need a big drop, man, because last week, the last two weeks has been kind of dry. I'm not gonna lie. It's been real dry. It's been real dry. It is what it is. But it gave me time to really sit with some other albums, though. Like really sit with them. You know what I'm saying? Other than having to see what the next shit, you know, which is needed. Which is really yeah. neat. Yeah. I sit back and digest with an album for a week or two. But no, man, I'm 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 really uh yo, did you I'm so I totally missed this Tory Lane's record called Hurts Me by him, Trippy Red, and Yoko Gold. But it's that's still why I missed it. I don't listen to them niggas. Nah, chill out, bro. This is still on that fucking um the uh prom night vibes, bro. He's still on Is that. it? I, I will play right now. I'm not, I wouldn't say it for no reason, but yeah, he's still on that shit. That's why I'm surprised I didn't hear it. I'm like, oh, wait, is this a Lucy? I like it already. I don't got to say nothing. I don't got to say nothing. I like that beat, man. And Trippy Red actually was doing his thing on there. Like, that's the part. I'm being honest with you, bro. I don't listen to him specifically all the time, but when I hear certain records where, like, oh, no, nah, dude is actually, like, can make a good song. Like, he's not out here just bullshitting, like, just doing drugs and making me, like, nah, he actually is an artist that is just, like, does a lot of wild shit, but he can actually make good songs. I will say that. Have I listened to a whole album from him or any of that nature? No. <laughs> I've, heard, I've, been, I've been very impressed. I will say that. But um, but no, man. Obviously, this track came out on the twenty seventh of June, and I'm like, how did I miss this? Like, I, them algorithms, man. They be they be fucking my boy up, dog. Well, yeah, he shadow banned from everywhere. Not nah, real shit. He really shadow banned, dog. Shit, crazy. Um, I'm interested to see what's going on with Valley and Harry Frog with these two singles that they've been dropping. They got the one joint with um, who I think it was, uh, Bronson. Bronson. That's the one I heard. Yeah, that joint was dope, and they just dropped a new joint with Saba, and I was like, that joint was dope, too, and it's always like hearing Saba on, like, you know what I'm saying, just another dude who kind of reminds me of, like, a TDE artist where it's multifaceted. Like, you think he's just the introspective artist? No, nigga, I'm about to give you this shit, too. And he do some you know other shit. Right, and he was he was cooking on this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm interested to see what this little Valley and Harry Frog tape gonna sound like. 
as a whole project. But the first hey. two are nice. Um, you had a you had a Drake and Ebro topic. Oh yes. Oh man. So on Drake and uh, well not on you know, Ebro, Nadeska, um, and Loki was I forgot his whole name, but they got their show on on Apple Music, and they were talking about Drake pretty much shooting at uh, Childish Gambino about Childish Gambino coming about coming out about the This Is America record almost becoming well originally being a drake disc record but it ended up changing into something else and drake I don't see how that would have worked i don't know either but but then it would have been too late anyway. that's either that's another conversation but drake you know saying heard it and responded pretty much saying that the song was over awarded and it wasn't that crazy or something like that and ebro came out to say like pretty much where's was who is drake to say you know what I'm saying that this song is over awarded or or is not as big as it's supposed to, should be or whatever when you don't even talk or make records for about like that's even close to this type of content. You know what I'm saying? Content, not style, just content. Points were made. Points were made. Which is very true, very true. But in the same breath, Ebro has like mad people was pulling up mad shit on Ebro. He actually retweeted Drake, you know what I'm saying, making a post talking about. You know, police brutality, also, so, why are you waiting for rappers to say something? Like, that's the thing I'll never understand. Like, and Kendrick touched on this like, on the new album. Like, you know, saying for for thinking conscious niggas, like, right. you know, Malcolm always had this the, uh, quote when he was talking with CBS saying, We're looking at entertainers and all of these such for Malcolm would have been like, Fuck these niggas. You know what I'm saying? He was cooking Lena Horn and Dick Gregory on that shit. You know what I'm Dick saying? Gregory. You know what I'm saying? And they still look at this, they rest the soul, but they were still looking to this dude for, you know what I'm saying, leadership and all that shit. And this motherfucker was already trying to tell you this motherfucking planet was flat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rest, God rest his soul. Still a legend. But, and you cooking him. But Malcolm God rest his soul, but you cooking. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying Malcolm told us this shit years ago, and then people just clearly didn't listen. And this is the reason why we be sitting here. You know what I'm saying? Stuck and looking stupid and, you know what I'm saying, all that shit now. Why, why do you think that is? Why do you think... Because Why do you think we look at entertainers for that? We have problems with idolization in this country. I would agree. You know what I'm saying? We look at these motherfuckers like they're fucking prophets when they're just entertainers. They're getting paid to do what they do. They're, they're chasing the bag. They're not chasing the cause. But that's what that's what <laughs> capitalism and money and all of that shit will will make it look like. You know what I'm saying? When you all have all this propaganda that these people have all of these great lifestyles, they're so beautiful, they're this, they're that, they're this, they're that, they're this, they're that. You know what I'm saying? You're like the motherfuckers always think you got all this money, well, we can't help the world. Help us and do this, do that. And these motherfuckers looking like my nigga, I'm a human being just like you. I'm a regular mm-hmm. woman just like you. I just happen to know how to sing. That's why Kendrick was saying on the, on the last album, he was like, why are you waiting for me to say something? Like, why are y'all waiting for me to go crazy over here, my nigga? I need therapy. Y'all asking me Word. about this shit. Nigga, I need to help myself right now. That's why he That's why he said the line was at one, one protest for you, 365 for me. Crazy, like, bro. 
Stop idolizing, man. Stop looking to these entertainers to say something about something that's going on in the climate and society. And does man? Shout out to them. That's it, it's, it's dope that they're speaking up. You know. Yeah. But if somebody isn't, I'm not about to be sitting here like going going to crazy that they aren't. You know. Don't expect them to. Like we gotta, we should be happy that we we lived in a time that we had a lot of great artists being aware of our there what's going on around them and that music also being popularized and, and 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 all of that nature but we're not in that time anymore like the rec- and not the people it's the record labels and it's also some of the people that don't ain't trying to hear that bullshit sharif blah 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 you know what i'm saying like we're not in we are the world era we're not gonna have another we are the world we're not we're not you know that we're not gonna have another we are the world song niggas is just chasing bags but think about it bro think about we get but we don't have a, like we had that a couple like fuck the police esque records that came out after like you know what I'm saying these police brutality videos and all of that shit was dropping and such but was these shits hitting like top two hundreds not five, top fives and all of that shit are these number one songs in the country Conway Conway had front lines fire record fire record that didn't hit the top two hundred. It's an agenda. It's an agenda. They don't want it to move. They're not going to make it move. They're not going to exactly. push it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or even like a record like, you know what I'm saying, self-destruction being like even pushed. You know what I'm saying? That should not, that should not happening now. So when we see a record like This Is America, get the, get the uh, adulation that it did. We should be fucking proud of that. Not saying that it's fucking over-rewarded. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? Drake Drake been talking spicy all up all over that tour. Like, I get why you shooting because yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Bino been having this weird like hate for Drake for years, which has been some real like 2000s. I've never like, heard of school, that. You know what? I've never heard of that. Bro, he always been trying to like shoot little subtle shots at So Drake. that episode of Atlanta was, was a artist. shot. What? What episode? When they were all like, "Oh, we're gonna go see Drake. We're gonna go see Drake, the pajama party." I I gotta rewatch some episodes. I've been watching so much shit that it's a little blurry right now. Yeah, they had the um the silk pajamas on. I kind of remember the episode, but I don't know how, if how where what scenes would be shooting at. But anyways, I remember shit like the fucking um like this is like during the like camp between like camp and because the internet era where he was like showing his skills as an artist singing and rapping and all of that shit. this one drake was just going to starting to hit his peak you know what i'm saying and he was presenting that he can do it but even better you know what i'm saying he wasn't already saying hey y'all better than drake sometimes he kind of would you know but he would do a little thing you had his fans that were always egging on too you know what i'm saying especially when he had that sway freestyle and he went dumb off the he went off pound cake Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It went stupid. Like we're talking again. You know, and like, oh man, he better than Drake. He did this whoopty whoopty whoop. You know what I'm saying? He he was definitely like egging that shit on too. He was smelling the flowers. But the thing is, Drake never responded. Drake never acknowledged it. He was doing some. And I think that I think that pissed him off. I think that pissed Bino off. Where to the point where it's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna. Like, not that I, because he's not acknowledging I'm going to do something else. It's just that, like, I'm going to, like, leave that alone. I'm just going to stop doing that shit. 
and just be my own shit. You know, do my own thing. And you know what I'm saying? Focus on me, not focus on like somebody that's doing like, what I can do, but lesser than me, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stop feeling inferior. That's, that's probably you all it was. Thing. He felt, he was, he I felt, felt like inferior. Was, thank you. I felt that's like exactly all. what Childish Gambino was feeling like. But he saw like, Drake could sing and rap. You know, he had no homo pause, but he had the look to him. Light skinned nigga, bitches love him. This is what this was like still you know? like the hate Drake era to like, you know what I'm saying? He felt inferior. And I feel like once he once he dropped because of the internet and he dropped, you know what I'm saying, Awaken My Love, like all of that shit was quiet. You know what I'm saying? Nobody the music about that shit no more. That nigga was a like Bino was a superstar in itself, totally separate of a Drake. Before you know Atlanta. Right. So when this shit with the This Is America shit comes out, I'm hearing, like, when I hear about it, I'm like, what, dude? Like, why are you even still on that, bro? Like, that's what, how I'm looking at it. And not even on some, like, supporting Drake and his. I'm just looking at Bino like, bro, you're bigger than that. Which he showed that he did by creating something else, but still even letting people know that is just, like, for people that remember, it's just like, dog, what you even on that? Unprovoked. No one asked him for that piece you know of information. Like, he provided that unprovoked. You bugging. No one even asked him about that. Like, people, if he don't say nothing, I don't know about it. That's how much people don't talk about it. I didn't know that that was a diss track. I didn't know either. Well, I didn't even know. We wouldn't know it was a diss track because it would. It, didn't, it doesn't sound nothing like a diss track now. It was totally dissed America instead of Drake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like imaginary player to this day, people still don't know that that's a Mace diss record. Jay Z never said nothing, but we just know. We only know because Jay, well, because Joe Budden said it, so it's kind of like. And Mace confirmed it. Mace confirmed it on million dollars. Oh, he did. Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, sir. I didn't see that. But Gambino, he could have just not said nothing, and we could have just enjoyed the song. Like some information you don't have to disclose, you don't. No, but that's no. the era we in, bro. The clout chasey. I want to say something that's attention grabbing. I want to have the headline. That's the era we are in. We don't need to just go back to his little like compound and get back to his creating, man. Because as soon as you like, just stuff like this is just not. It's like the last thing I want to hear for a guy like this. You know what I'm saying? That just it's so it's doing so much great things. Whereas like petty shit like this, bro. Where you. You are too grown for this shit. Let's keep it tall. Yeah. I know we in this business with just push a T and drip, but Fabino and what he was like, how he was when he first got into the rap game versus where he's at now, this looks like a, this feels like a step back for him doing shit like that. And he ain't got you know nothing to do with that. He ain't got nothing to do with that beef. So why are you putting your name in that? I know I don't feel like he's putting his name in it. I just told you why he did. I feel like he has this long-standing like hate for him. You know what I'm saying? Over some other shit that, but that's neither here nor there, man. Bino, chill out. Drake, chill out. At the end of the day, bro. Um, did you see the Book of Hove? Before we go to that, have you seen these Drake like um concert videos, bro? This dude is my cousin. My cousin went to the one out here. He has been knocking it out the park. Drake, mm-hmm. the Drake, uh, what is it? What is it called? Hologram. Which I think he literally just found. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think he really did just find somebody that just happens to look like him. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, he doing all that shit while mixing and mastering the album backstage. 
like well, given technology that we have now and the money like niggas can record an album on tour way better than they did back in the day so it's just way easier now so i, I it's not, i can see him doing that you know what i'm saying like yeah my cousin said that the show was amazing he performed all the b-sides like not all the b-sides but like the b-sides that like we like i just want to hear passion yeah. fruit live bro he said he lost his shit when he performed that dog he lost his shit. that's why i gotta go see i know it's totally left field but that's why i gotta go see 50 man because like you, you gotta, gotta bring sue with you for that one i, I got i know i am bro like, i low-key want to buy him a ticket bro for real for real you know what I'm saying? But dog, like I was like, I just want to go see like, certain stars and there's certain artists that you just like that that were just that just got them that the hits, bro. You just gotta go see them, dog. Mm-hmm. Got to like I gotta go see 50, bro. I even though all the bullshit I talk about 50, he still got classic records, man. I wanna see I wanna see future again. I wanna see future in general. I wanna see future again because the last one I went to see him, it was him and Migos. Migos opened up for him. This is Culture One Migos, and they opened up for Future. Mm, That's sense. crazy. Makes sense. I think they, if well, let's keep it talk, they were still on tour. I think the Migos were still open up for Future. Nah, you think not right now? They probably, I'm just saying for me, if I was booking it, but then again, I'll probably have a co main event and you know, switch here and there. That's what they'll probably do. But in the sense of like, set times and like how many songs they can do i would have future i would close out with futures oh and just energy wise i would start with migos oh more news coming out of the uh the drake concert um this weekend the candidates j cole was at both candidates and um it was confirmed that j cole will be on fat d for all the dogs fat d yo son what's up with you uh fat d that's the abbreviation Yo, God, like you bugging, God, like you. This this little Mary shit got you, like, just because you. What do I do? Just say super paw shit. No, bro. I am. I'm Teflon. Nah, Teflon. bro. Nah, dog. Fuck that shit. Telfar is what you is, nigga. Fuck Telfar. Telfar. Yeah, what's Telfar? Telfar bags. Well, the fucking <laughs> bags that you're gonna be buying this shit. With the tea. That's the literally when you look up the album, that's what it says. It's not me. That shit says for all the dog. I've not seen that. That say that me. I have not seen that, bro. You made that disgusting acronym up yourself. I didn't make that up. Uh shout out NFR podcast. They kind of put me on to that. Oh no, nah, man! You and them niggas need to go go sit in the goddamn dunce corner. Them niggas, them niggas is, is from Canada too. Shout out to them though. They they listen, man. They they are on Utopia Watch right now. I'm getting all my news from them. I can't wait, bro. That Utopia concert is gonna be dope, bro. We got about a week or so, a week or so, mm-hmm. some change till July 28th. Bro, I'm just hoping he really don't like bring out like the goddamn spirits. Like, remember, did you, did you watch Moon Knight? Yes, I did. You remember how them niggas brought all the gods? Out that shit? I feel like this nigga gonna do some shit like that, bro. It's one of these songs, bro. He's gonna say some weird ass seance. I just don't want. He already beat the allegations. He beat the first Astro World tour allegations. 
I don't want to repeat of that. It's hot out there. Is are people going to be able to attend, or this is just going to be a live stream performance? Like people you know, will be I, able to I both. Like I, I feel like it might just be strictly live stream because no, it, it's it's confirmed as both. So is this just for the Egyptians or the people in Africa? Well, you could buy a ticket in the states and go. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I believe you can, but bro, that's a lot of money. If you got it, yeah. If you got that bag, this thing gonna be looking like a get together. <laughs> it's gonna be like about two or twenty people in that shit cooking. Yeah. Yo, I, I'm gonna I'm catch it on my phone, live stream from the comfort of my own home. I'm treating this shit like a, a goddamn boxing event, bro. I might, have, I might get some food. I might, you know what I'm saying, put you on the big screen, bro. Oh, that's that weekend, too. Uh, Bud versus um, Earl, Earl Spence. Fight okay. of the year. Man, that's gonna get crazy, bro. Whew. The underdog, the underdog part of me wants me to go with Terrence Crawford because he's just a dog. But it's just like this confidence and finesse and like, you know what I'm saying, swagger that that Errol Spence has is just out of this world, bro. The shit that this man has been through and to move and to and to be able to like see the confidence that he has going into when you got a nigga like Terrence Crawford on your heels, bro, like this nigga Spence almost died, bro. And he's still talking to this nigga like like Terrence Crawford, like nigga. You're like it's chill. You're the B side, bro. Like chill out. You're a little man. You're a little man. I'm I might just I'm just there. I'm there, man. I'm there as a fan, bro. I'm there as a fan. That's gonna be a weekend to these next two weeks, as far as entertainment goes. We got albums potentially dropping, and we got this fight. Like, the street's going to be on fire the next two weeks. It really man. is, bro. It really is. I can't wait, man. I can't wait at all. Um, um, speaking of sports while you're here, DeAndre Hopkins wants to go to the uh, Titans. Yo, shout out to our boy, you know, Gerard, from uh, Conversations at the Shop. This motherfucker, these dumbass Titans, these dumbass Nuggets, just keep winning, man. Winning, winning what? The, the, the Titans is where wide receivers go to die. The, 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 the Nuggets won the championship, and the, the Titans won the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes. I don't know if they won. Listen, man, history has showed the Tennessee Titans is it where is. the wide receivers go to die. It is. It is. Andre but, Johnson, Randy Moss, Julio Jones. That's facts. That is facts. But they must drop a big dollar for their, for their funeral. I gotta see it to believe it. I gotta see it to believe it. Nigga I mean, passed up on the Bills, passed up on the Patriots. He passed up on. Uh, who I understand the Patriots though. I don't want to catch passes from Mac Jones. I, I've been looking in this training camp, bro. You, my nigga. I would have gone. I would have gone to uh, Baltimore. Nigga, yo, the way he looked in college versus the way he looked now, it's like on some Walter shit, bro. Oh, well, I'm telling you, bro. He on his ice. He about to be on his icy title Walter energy this this season, bro. I'm just saying, man, like you don't just really you know how bad you know how bad Mac Jones had to be that DeAndre Hopkins had to choose to catch passes from Ryan Tannehill. Nah, Tennessee Titans just got a they they throw bread out like tricks. For nothing. For nothing. I'm telling you. 
But let's see, man. What else we got on the docket for today, man? Book of Hove, man. Well, no. Do you want to do Book of Hove? You want to talk about this Max Out 3 announcement? Let's talk about the first. Let's talk about this Max Out 3 announcement real quick. Uh, Verb and A-Wood. Whew. And they said this isn't even the Ooh. one that's going to break the internet. This isn't the Ooh. one that's going to break the internet. Hold up. Goddamn. All right. I'm happy for A-Wood, bro, because he wanted this plate. He wanted this plate because Verb has been. Somebody says since Surf been in jail, Verb been talking heavy to mad motherfuckers. Well, but, but Verb is big Twitter figures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's always been the Yeah, he's big Twitter figures. So that's that does nothing for me, you know. But A Ward, if we're gonna get a straight up, we're probably like gonna get straight up lyrical battle. Like you know what I'm saying? Averb know what the hell A word is capable of. You've been clowning him on Twitter too, calling him pink salmon. Like Verb is gonna have to definitely come up there and really like how like Big K was joking on him and like making A word look small. He mm-hmm. has to bring that same energy on top of matching him lyrically. He gotta come like how he came against Suge. Like Geechee. Yeah. Word, word, yeah, like Gucci, small room too. Real for real, like real small talk. Too, make them look small, like make them look like on your level. You know, what he I'm won saying? that Gucci battle too. It's a very close battle. It's the I, last I, good I, verb, low key. A very tough battle, just say ah. He, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with saying verb one. It's just that battle was so good. That's the last good verb, low key. I mean, if you if you take the hollow, I did like him versus Rock a little bit. And the hollow rematch too. He did good. Mm-hmm. Rev has some good performances, but you know, bad versus good is a little lopsided. Bad, but anyway, I got A Ward winning this, but I'm I'm here for a show for this one. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for a show. I got A Ward with a clear W, but I, I want Verb to put up a fight. Yeah, I really do want Verb to put up a fight, bro. Real talk. They they saying that blue room. They saying that this this card, it, yo, you see how Smack acting? <laughs> you see how Smack acting? He must have saw the card and was like, "Oh hell no!" There, they they said, uh, I forgot who, but people been talking about this card. They were like, "Yo, that ain't even the announcement that's gonna break shit." There's another one on there, and I, if this nigga bring back, I said it on Twitter. If this nigga bring back B dot. This oh, shit might be hard to hear. It's lit. What's up? Say hi, perfect. Hey, what up? What up? What up? Oh, I miss my dog, man. I see her in like two days. For all the dogs, man. Fat D. Yes. Go, go ahead, man. Good play. You promote bestiality. <laughs> Red Rocket. Red Rocket. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> we're not. We ain't do all that. We ain't nah, do all that. On, bro. Uh, what do you think of this shine and smack shit, yo? Yo, this is awesome. Like breaking the fourth wall. I'm like, this is the argument we really be that we really don't see, and that be happening before battles and after battles and shit like that. Because think about this: we just had the whole like round from none none talking about smack, kind of like capping on the brother shit, winning and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, go ahead, bro. We had to we had to round with none none, pretty much bringing up with smack like yo you be you just called me your brother we don't even 
we don't even we ain't even friends and all of that such outside heavy you know what i'm saying and then we have this we, we've been seeing the the this these tension between shine and url over the past these past um, months and so and to see it really hit this hit the head right now pause like with this this uh twitter back and forth between smack and shine where he pretty much was just let's let me just go to the tweet bro oh i'll pull it up thank you thank you i gotta go grab my charger um it's a couple tweets it's a couple of them the first one is uh it's Kayshawn saying me and daylight is not booked anywhere i don't know what new scam he's come up with to get y'all involved I'm not a part of it. So then to Bro, smack. Didn't I say that shit in the chat when Daylight was talking about the did. battle? I literally said that nigga was lying, bro. I think Daylight's on the max out card, but not against Kayshawn. I think that nigga needs some fucking, like, help a little bit, bro. Because that nigga, fuck all these fucking antics that he doing. This nigga is just a serial liar, bro. <laughs> like, that is weird, bro. And then Kayshawn doubled down and he wrote, honestly, I don't give a, f wait, 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 hold on. Oh, here we go. So Smack, Smack was on threads. That's what it was. He was on threads. And he was basically saying, I forgot the tweet, but he put it on his story. He was saying, oh, um, y'all need to be more in tune. Battle rappers, bloggers, league owners. They're gonna basically saying like, yo, these niggas is talking, but I'm gonna expose them. Watch type shit. So also like no loyalty type shit. Right, right, right. So then Sean was like, yo, honestly, I don't give a fuck what Smack got to say either. It's been a year, nigga. You should have been trying to be a real nigga. Mm. To which Smack, the real Smack, because there is a Smack parody page on Twitter. I had to double check. The real Smack. White. The real Smack White said, <laughs> first of all, at me, if you're going to speak on my name, that's what real niggas do. Secondly, fulfill your obligation or pay me my money back. This is the haymaker. Until then, free Kayshawn until it's backwards. <laughs> That's some real Vince McMahon shit right there. That's fucked up because he's been trying to get out of that like contract for him. This is like up. when Pac wanted to leave WWE and them niggas were like, take this money and go sit at sit home, nigga. Basically. So then um Kayshawn replies oh, with sit at home. That shit was crazy. He was like, these, these bitch-ass niggas taking turns on who gonna try to get me back this week. They ain't telling y'all that part. Make me say some shit. And then he added smack like Mad six times. Times. Now that's enough acts for you, ho? When he called him ho, I was like, whoa. Yeah, and then he went on to call him a bitch. And yeah, he, call, he called smack out of his name a couple times. And that's heavy, man. That's heavy. It's tension. Yeah, it's tension when there. When this nigga be saying these people, his brother this and brother that, and the, and the energy is different. Like, this remind me, like, damn, how much is this? What is it like with other people like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is not saying is this intense, but like, how many more relationships do we be have? Like, do these niggas really like mm -hmm. this nigga smack like that? The battle like, rappers tell you. They the battle rappers tell you. The battle like, rappers tell you, dog. You know what I'm saying? This, I mean, we heard a lot of shit from a lot of motherfuckers that left how the energy is and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really new news. It's just to see it with the the day one niggas like this is kind of like, oh. What's Surf say? 
What Sir What Surf has been saying for years? Only two niggas got smacking Beasley's number. Rock and Surf. Only two. That that should tell you everything. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, man. I hope whatever they got like going on gets resolved at the end of the day because I don't want to see like Sean sitting here. You know, having not being able to battle because some contractual shit. And mm-hmm. if it's back too, if it's like dog, I mean, you know how I feel about capitalists, and I feel like he's been moving very much, much so like so since this caffeine shit, bro. Low-key URL has been having a down year. They have. Like it's been like it's been some great new talent coming up, but like on the like like morale side of shit has been looking it's not looking good. Been looking weird. Like, well, the events too. You know, like, the, the events haven't been the best. I've, I haven't been keeping up too much, but they've been all right for the battles I've seen. All like, right, if you take RBE has been cooking. Yeah. And then now you have another enemy in like, GTX. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Which is still like, they like, are open range for anybody to pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like we can get so many different battles on there, especially with a lot of niggas out of their contracts now. You know what I'm saying? We got mad motherfuckers that can pull up and do custom battles now. But I mean, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is, man. This is like when AEW was pulled up and he was was having great shit. And we and when WWE was slow, and AEW pulled up. When WWE slow and TNA pulled up. WWE slow and New Japan was getting, you know what I'm saying, bring brought to new eyes. It's just always it's always something else out there. It's just when the, when the when the main when the main joint that we all love is messing up, you know what I'm saying? Other ones start to rise. It just feel like it just happens. You know what I'm saying? I just want great battles, man. I just want great battles. At the end, at of, the the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? So shout yeah. out to RBE, man. This Max Out Three card is looking amazing. Announcement by announcement. Can't wait for the next one, Art man. ARP. All y'all boys, shout out, shout out to all the team over there, man. Word. Um, Book of Hove, man. I wish I was in Brooklyn. I wish I was in Brooklyn this weekend. I would have gone. Yeah, bro. When he was posting the videos of the library, I thought this was just just some like homage type stuff, but they definitely had a whole exhibit for the for this um book that he put out. Um, you got any context on the book? Um, it's. I don't th- it's not a book. It's just a random uh commemorative exhibit at the Brooklyn oh, Public Library. That, he, that picture that he had with the joint that said Book of Hove, it wasn't act, it wasn't a book. No. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's, that's the exhibit's um yeah, I I title it. card. Okay. I got you. All right. It's not a literal book. It's just called the Book of Hove because like when you go oh, into the right. exhibit, it's everything. Like it got uh baseline. They recreated baseline studios. That's fire. So he pretty much made his own like version of the trap museum. Mm, nice. Nice analogy. Yeah, it's pretty much when you said they recreated baseline, you know what I'm saying? That's what they were doing the trip. They was like recreating a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? Over land of culture and shit, you know what I'm saying? They're, Actually, they pretty much recreating a lot of shit from Jay Z's, you know, what I'm saying history and shit. That's dope. That's really dope, you know. And I, what I really love from the shit is outside seeing all of the different faces that showed up and really seeing Jay Z just really sitting back and looking at people taking all of these different moments of his career and life and such. He taking pictures and just really taking in the moment and such. It was really dope. 
you know, because not too many things, like, especially coming from where we come from, to be able to do what he was able to do and it be, you know what I'm saying, remembered and and and, and, and praised and such like that, you know what I'm saying? Because it was, just, it was such on a, a great quality of stuff, you know? Like, they had all of his lyrics posted all over the Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, library. Like, mm-hmm. that, like that's amazing, you know what I'm saying? And on top of like, dog, that video of Ty Ty, you know what I'm saying, coming out, dancing with the girls and stuff like that, bro. I seen a, a picture that said- Let's get this shit off. Let's get this shit off. Bro, I seen a picture that said, this was all, like, drug dealer movies shit and, like, <laughs> it's not all drug dealer story shit and- When they go legit. Oh, bro, like, when, 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 when um, Kiss said, you know what I'm saying, you supposed to end your drink when you get fat go to Miami, you know what I'm saying, like, like, real talk, bro. Like, we want to see, like, I've always wanted to, like, you know, the end of Superfly, where the dude, like, you know what I'm saying, killed a cop and he finally gets out the game and such like that. Like, that was really the happy ending, was getting out the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really that the, was always the goal. You mm-hmm. know, it was unfortunate that a lot of people weren't able to, but the ones that were able to slip through the little, you know what I'm saying, cracks and such and actually find freedom, man. Hey, I tip my hat to you, bro. Tata is you want to know what, like, a best friend, like, a day one. Like, I was just having this conversation with shout out Jared. I was just having this conversation with him in the chat. I was like, bro, what does Tata really do? And he was like, yo, that's his day one. That's his man's never switched up on him. That That's his right hand. Yeah. And also, he probably right. put him in position to do many different roles. Like, yo, bro. You should be learning how to do this. You already like I seen the story where Drake was putting on like uh, that Drake. Um what's the uh dude name? Um he was like the head of security. What's his name? OVO uh, not 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 future. Is it future? OVO Chubbs. Chubbs, Chubbs, thank you, Chubbs. And he was talking about like how he's like, yo, you should be um trying to start your own like little label or something like that. You already like got connections, you already in the in the you already in it, you just not in it. You know what I'm saying? He's pretty much trying to like, yo, bro, I'm trying to set you up to be another, again, another avenue in this, you know what I'm saying, in this industry. You know what I'm saying? As That's what, like, Hope was doing with his peoples. That's smart. Like, putting these people in certain, yo, Juan, you should be in this joint. Yo, Emery, let me put you, yeah, hey, yo, welcome home. I'm going to set you up so you can be doing this. Ty, you can set you up to be doing this. That's brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It's many people that have done it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like what you do when you bring your people up from the street. You, you know what I'm saying? You was putting these guys in different positions to, to do different things. That's what Dame was doing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that OG Juan. I, I just found this out um, through the exhibit. I didn't know OG Juan was the original. Um, he built it and owned it. Baseline Studios. Yeah, that's crazy, son. Like I said, man, I wish I was able to go to that joint, man. This this is just this is a great it's a great joint to be able to commemorate one of our you know what I'm saying one of our our legends in this game man for real for real who was able to be able to do it for so long that we can be able to look at the span of his career and with what great things he was able to do you know they got remember this dude came through in '96 with his mm-hmm. album you know what I'm saying before we ain't gonna talk about you know what I'm saying being with Kane and you know what I'm saying Jazzo and all of that so, yeah. so it's like it's he's been doing it for a long time so to be able to see him still here still looking, you know what I'm saying, healthy and to be able to, you know what I'm saying, smell his flowers. It's a great thing to see, man. Really great. Do we get music, you think? Do we get, because that's what I was expecting. I was expecting some, a surprise drop, maybe. 
I don't know at this point, bro. I, I would like it. I would honestly appreciate it so much. Nas is dropping. You know what happens when Nas drops. Mm, good point. Good point. Mm. But then again, last time Nas dropped, he just gave us an Instagram post. So we never know. Yeah. Never know, son. But neither <laughs> are there, though, bro. Let's let's talk about, you know, speaking of Hove. Let's get into our uh, monthly album retrospective. Whole Avengers in the building. Put my cape on. Dog, I was. I, this is one of my favorite Hove albums, man. Shout out to the voters and the um, Get Your Bars Off podcast, Get Your Bars Off right. Network Facebook group. They well, we had a little technicality. You know what I'm saying? Because we was. What was supposed to win? I think it was diplom. No, it was uh, Give It Your Die Trying. But we had already did a um, retrospective on Get Your Die, Get Richard Die Trying some months ago. Thank so goodness. we just kind of went with the second winner, which was the Black Album. And here we are. Um, we you know, we did a little deep dive with this joint, you know, rewatching Fades of Black and just watching a lot of the studio buildup of certain songs, a lot of the conversation that went into it. I felt like that was probably one of the best. Joints. I mean, I watched a couple little interviews after and such you know what i'm saying they were going towards into the concert like little joints but that fades to black um documentary movie concert was so vital to really like bring home how important that album was at the especially at that time you know given he's talking retirement and all of the nature all of that nature bro like in mind he gave us what if he got reasonable doubt Volume one, volume two, blueprint, blueprint two, blueprint three, dynasty album. If I'm missing one, forgive me. Oh wait, blueprint three. No, not blueprint three. Not blueprint three. But yeah, a blueprint two point five. So about seven albums, up until he say he was about to retire. I mean that's not crazy. That's not crazy. If he was talking, if he came out ninety six, he was talking about retiring in 07 ish. That's around when the time the album came out. So it's like oh six oh seven. He was ten years in. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? Some and some sports players retire within ten years. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like I said, the ways was set up for. Pretty much, we're gonna go out super crazy. Get the biggest producers on this joints. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna make some of the best records. We're gonna put all of our, you know, what I'm saying attention and real effort towards the joint. Like the way he was on it with just the type of the the just tedious, you know, what I'm saying listening sessions he would be having and looking for beats with Guru or you know, what I'm saying getting on just Blaze about you know, what I'm saying having beats for him. And how important it was that he would possibly be left off the album, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, saying seeing Pharrell's, you know, what I'm saying just just really itching to get on the album, knowing that this would be the last album he has to show him this joint, you know. It was so many things that showed you how important this album was going into Hoes, you know, what I'm saying then retirement. Um, what were some of your takeaways? from the uh fate to black uh project that was really like just focusing on like just the importance of the build 
but it was just the importance of this being his last album and how serious people were taking it. Um, just seeing him like lock in with the different producers, because I know his original plan was to have um what was it 13 to 14 different producers for the album mm-hmm. and just seeing him lock in with ninth wonder lock in with pharrell lock in with timbo lock in with dre like it just it was dope bruh pharrell, that was a big look for ninth wonder at that time too you mm-hmm. know? this was like his biggest look ever you know and this was coming off the little brother albums and such so for him to be able to like hey yo let me get you two. You know what I'm saying? Out of all the boom bad producers that you could have got, he, he grabbed Ninth Wonder, who was pretty much probably like the newest one on the block at that time, outside of Kanye. You know, yeah. but that was home team. You know what I'm saying? So that was a really dope look, man. That was a really, really dope look. And it was pretty much the biggest alley you because he became a household name after that for real, for real. Seemed the love that he got on, like, the love that he got, like, whilst performing. Like while he's performing and you see like the cuts to the crowd, people in the crowd going crazy, crying, like they seen Michael Jackson. Like people forget Jay-Z ran New York like no other. And this movie kind of shows you that. Kind of shows you that. He had LeBron up there, he had Ghostface up there. Like Harry, he had come on B. He had um Missy there. You know, like it was, it was, it was activities going up there, bro. Mm-hmm. Go activities. And everybody was just, you know, what I'm saying, just really like, I don't want to say like in awe, but like they understood the the power, or the, the the power of this moment. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z is that dude right now. Let me go. You know what I'm saying? Get my little one two off because. Yo, this is this is a big big situation. I gotta get up, and it's a big opportunity. Like how Goes was saying, like you know, what I'm saying he knew how much time he had, but he's like, yo, I'm gonna go up here and do my thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We in the garden, like you know what I'm saying? He was the only rapper to ever sell out the garden or at that time. Like think about that. Like at the time, nobody was doing no shit like that. Only rock artists and R&B singers, I believe, or just like other artists, but no hip hop artist was ever. Selling out the garden, selling oh, the garden himself. Think about that. Think of the aura. Think of like just how, and this album kind of plays into that too. Like from the very beginning, what is it? Uh, December 4th, which happens to be my lady birthday too. Mm-hmm. December 4th, um, right from Ned, what more can I say? I didn't like Encore, I didn't like Change Clothes. I usually skip four and five, um, but everything else is A1. So you didn't transition from jerseys to to, to the butt downs during that time? I did, but not because Jay told me to. All right, Spider-Punk. I'll do it, but not because you told me to. I I don't know the reference. Ask you niggas, not me. I don't know what that is. It's too thugged out for me, man. I wasn't wearing jerseys when Change Clothes came out anyway. What was you wearing? I was wearing my regular, you know. Actually, no, I did. I was wearing jerseys because I had just gotten a LeBron jersey. So yeah, I was wearing jerseys. I definitely don't give me some button downs though. You know what I'm saying? But I still kept the jersey though. But I, I got my little baby shower shirt. 
but nah, man, I always always thought like the Change Clothes record was a dope record, bro. You know what I'm saying? I and mean, it was always new just to see. I mean, I was a kid too, so I wasn't like stuck. Oh no, I can only hear the horror shit. You know, like you know, I I was a kid. I could have an open ear. I was 2007. I was what? 2003. 14. Oh, two, I don't know why I keep saying 2007. I don't know why. So you were much younger. Part of 2003, I was 11. You know what I'm saying? So, but so I was like, I was very understanding of music during that time. But it was just like, I was always open ear to just more, like just more sounds outside of, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? The, the street shit, you know what I'm saying? So when Change Clothes came out, I was just like, this is just a cool hook. You know what I'm saying? Some real lavish shit. The hook was infectious. You know what I'm saying? To change clothes and go. Come on, son. And girl, I promise you, no substitutes. That just was a banger. Come on, stop playing, bro. Pharrell went off on that record. He he was the only nigga that had two beats on that joint. The only nigga with two beats? Oh, yeah, because he had a lure. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. come on, bro. Like, stop playing with him, bro. That's why he really him. Let me see, bro. Black album. It's just for me, bro. Like so even with the December fourth record, this is why I love it because it's like with this joint, it's like you're getting. Uh, it felt like a, a mini like, a mini like a mini documentary in itself with that with like getting the storytelling from his moms and such, and then seeing where even in the joint with his moms being in the studio, and him talking to her while he like recording like mm-hmm. very dope. Very dope, bro. She was just sitting there looking like just in awe of her son and such, just you know what I'm saying, giving her her flowers and such. You know, it was really dope, really, really dope. And then, like I said, what more can I say is just godly. Like when we when he's going through the beats and he hears the gladiator sample, and he's like, Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the that's That's the this is what we call it. What he said, this is what we call the uh. The ma- this is what we call it, the magic or something like that. It's the magic, right? And bro, he that's he heard that saying. He wouldn't just know how big that song was, and how fire it was, and to see it like happen in real time. Him finding the beat and be like, oh, he did a thing with his head where he don't write. He just go like this. And to see what he brought to that, <laughs> like this nigga is different bro like yo he didn't write he wasn't writing that's the that's the, the biggest thing that i took from from fade to black this nigga don't write that shit was crazy bro and then encore i just always loved this record because kanye just went crazy with the sample and to see how he explained how he wanted to use the sample was so perfect for when he performed it at the fade to black concert that's what makes the song even more genius. You know what I'm saying? I hate when they combined it with Lincoln Park. That shit was so ass. Oh, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. That shit was so ass. Why? Love that shit. Me? I said Sue. Oh no, I'm about to say hell no. I skip. I hate the original. Imagine. Nah, y'all don't see how you can hate this shit. He went stupid with this shit. I don't like the... Nah, you don't like. Horns, nigga, like the fuck? Don't, that don't do it for me. That don't do it for me. Duly noted. Duly noted. He doesn't like horns. We'll remember that. But um, <laughs> that encore is one of my favorite Jay Z records for real. For that joint, it's just it's just when you really listen to it too, especially during this time, like 
it was really this could have been the outro like for real for real it should have been the outro in my opinion because it just sounds so my first song? i think this just sounds so perfect for given like where he went to like he was trying to retire that like i came i saw i conquered all of that it just was like this just sounded like the perfect ending i mean even like the ending to what more can i say sounds like a great closeout to an album also but encore was just like really really like jesus but then um like dirt off your shoulder that joint with the whole timberland even seeing that yeah. you know that that video is like doing that, shit. <laughs> that is it's been mean super super crazy <laughs> over the internet but to see it in real time it showed me how much timberland is so confident in all of his beats bro he think every single beat that he has is fire and then to always go back and see like yo Jay-Z could have got the potion before Ludacris. And it's oh, a really different crazy. song. This could have been a totally different song, bro. I'm like a part of me is kind of happy that Luda got it because how like quirky and wonky that beat was, it still was dope, but it had that like Timberland that would have gone to Black Album. He wanted it. Well, he was trying to when he was asking what you got, this would have went to the black album if he would have got if he would have chose that. It wouldn't have fit. It wouldn't have fit. I mean, it wouldn't have fit the theme. It got those same kind of Timbaland drums still. So okay, like that you're hearing dirty your shoulder, you can kind of still hear it in dirty your shoulder. But those are like those are signature Timbaland drums, though. So that's neither here nor there. But I mean, I'm still happy with the choice we that they both went. Dirt up your shoulder was perfect for Jay. The potion was perfect for Luda. You know what I'm saying? Only thing is, I feel like. Luda probably could have cooked on dirt off your shoulder too, but that's neither here nor there. But man, he could but, do a freestyle. He could, he could show us he, he, he's still around. Luda definitely probably would have cooked on dirt off your shoulder. But anyways, um, dirt, that was I, that wasn't one of my favorite songs out of the most of the like singles that dropped. But production wise and like just <laughs> like hook wise, it was a cool song for the time. You know what I'm saying? But this was like very like, you know, this was like Jay-Z is catching up with the times, but it was like I don't like it too much. Not that I hate the song. <laughs> like, you can tell this like, oh yeah, this is Jay-Z trying to like but he always kind of did that when he made with Timberland. It's always some like like to like outside of Jay-Z's comfort zone type beats. So that's not really him trying to catch up with the times. So I'm sorry. But anyways, um, great record. Neither here, neither here. like seeing Beyonce with the rock chain in the video <clears throat> with the with the Yankee was one of the biggest flexes at the time. Got the hottest girl in the game wearing my chain, and ooh, that was yeah, that was fun. His flexes and like he was <clears throat> he was just in a bag. Right, imagine if he really would have just retired like that. He, he probably would have been like number one forever. Like if he retired after Black Album. And just had Beyonce, like still that's it because they're still married to this day. But imagine you just would have ended with be like with like that, still had everything you were saying on that shit, and still is like living everything he's saying. Like, yeah, I would have I would have wanted one more. I would Paul maybe not Paul would still be the greatest to me, bro. I don't care what nobody say. He's 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 people's greatest. He's the greatest, bro. He's people's greatest. I don't think he's he's not my greatest. He's the people's greatest. That is the greatest rapper. The greatest is dropping this week. 
But boy, that man just—he's—he. He, let me don't do this, bro. I, I don't want. I don't want to turn into this like a Jay Z and Nas debate to a Kenny Omega like AJ Styles debate. It wouldn't be no Kenny Omega or AJ Styles. I don't want to. I don't want to have to do 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 Nas like how I do AJ Styles. Nah, you wouldn't have to. He's gonna show you. All right, sir. Fifty years old, dropping quality. Where's your man at? You don't need to do that. He he do it when he feel like it. Four, he four, four, long four, ass four, verses four was like, I'm gonna keep it tall with you. None of them Nas albums are touching four four four. They're not touching it, but what? No, no, wait, 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 none of them Nas albums, or not even Illmatic. I'm talking about the the current one. Oh, the current ones. K, one of those kings is he might. One of them. One of them might. Magic, magic, might have two. Nah, bro. Magic of KD three is touching it. I don't know, bro. Well, let the people think. What what people think? Write down in the the comments what you think, man. Magic, KD three or four four four. Telling you, son, four 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 is like. And then you got the verses he was putting down on the um, on the uh, what's the name? On a J Electronica album, which was like, come on, son. He was ass, yo, dude. He was <laughs> yo, you gonna say the J Electronica shit? Nah, don't tell me. Kings of Z's got a Grammy. Let's stop right there. Let's Bro, stop right there. Shout out to him, dog. That long drawn out J Electronica Jack move that he did. Hey, bro, oh. he still cooked on it though. That because that was a Jack move. That was a yo. I'm gonna be on your. I'm gonna say shit about nah, it. I'm it take like, every yo, me, come, come help your boy out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come help. Come help your boy out. You heard? Yeah. Well, Nas did win. 444 was nominated for album of the year and best album of the year, best rap album. Did it I, don't think, I don't. I don't think Nas was nominated for album of the year. He need to be. He oh, need to no. be. He got it's his. Different energy. It's different energy. But the Grammys, the Grammys, the Grammys be acting like they hate Jay Z. So, nah, man, they don't well, like Jay Z. They, I mean, that's that's true because I've seen it. That's different. But who's to say Jay doesn't put a quality album out when it gets nominated? Maybe he will. He he will because he's him. But so is Nas. He just had verse of the year. And performed it at they need to perform it at the Grammys too. That long drawn out ass verse. Hey man, say man. He had his own little table and all. Yeah, come on, bro. Table at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's fucked up because Nas don't got little homies like album, they I do. Created my own East. Let me chill out. We talking about the black album. Like, yo, <laughs> like, like this, bro. Like, yo, he's not, bro. Like, Jay is. I, we already had that debate anyway. That Jay Z is actually. Rapping better than Nas in, the, in these times. No, he's not. No, he's not. He is, dude. When Jay puts out an album that's quality in right. this era, Rock Nation. we have that comment. Rock Nation. I created my own Easter. That you was can't compare. You can't compare a long ass verse the, the, to five the, quality that's albums. Not, that's not even on. That's not even on that song. See, let's chill out. But you're saying it like, oh, uh, Jay's rapping better than Nas. 
what he had the uh what's his, what's the dude Cody <laughs> the OBJ line when he was talking about his like when he doing the deal with the NFL like I did it one hit like come on it, nah he's still bro. not rapping better than Nas in twenty twenty yo he's definitely rapping he's not he's not yeah, let's get back into this black album man because man you <laughs> talking crazy bro you talking crazy off a of verse you bugging off a of verse I'm just T- gave you lines from two different songs. That's not even two on verses. You're we're gonna compare about. them to five albums of quality work. I'm just giving you examples, bro. It's called an example. I'm giving you albums examples, though. You ain't saying nothing from the albums, though. It's a lot of albums. So at least I, but clearly you can't. There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing. It's a lot of quality. It's a lot of ain't quality nothing, that me and you know about. Noteworthy that you say. I, you can say. Don't do them that. Lines, them lines with Jay stick to the ribs. From Nas too. Um, some they're good songs though. You know what I'm saying? First time, reminisce, you know, things like that. But anyways, Chris gonna kill me when he hear this. No, I, I hope he do. I will drink <laughs> him in that. I'm gonna cook him too. You disrespecting. I'm gonna cook him too. But anyways, back to the uh List of the album is like where were we? Um, threat. I think this was the um, yeah, this was the uh, yeah, what's this? Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Yeah, this was the um, ninth wonder beat, beat fire song. Okay, I would this out of like the songs that I don't I like the least was this one. You know what I'm saying? Um, out of the song, it was, but it wasn't the worst one. It wasn't the worst. I will say that it's not the worst. Um, but like I thought, it could have got more love, but it's it's just this this the quality of everything else of the other songs. It's just this one doesn't just it just it's a couple notches under the quality of the the majority of the songs on here. I'm talking about threat. What was your thoughts on this? It's bottom tier for this album. Bottom tier. I don't want to say it's bottom tier. I just think that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's bottom tier. It's a skip. It's a skip. It's a skippable record. As I said, but as I said, the beat is fire. That's what I said. I don't know. I'm. I'm not. I couldn't skip the beat. The beat is crazy. Oh, Pete. You know what I'm saying? Like. This like this Loki sound like a, a earlier like volume two esque type Jay Z record for real for real. But this sound like a Kingdom Come record. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, either or potatoes, but yeah, I think this genre right here probably doesn't. It probably could have got a little bit more. Look, it's not a trash record. It's just like I said, when you got all of these songs, which pretty much end up becoming like classic records, this one was just like a good record amongst classics. But it ain't. That's what I'm saying. It's not bad. It's just it is not. It's not the worst song because the worst song on here is "Justify My Thug." Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the Nick. Justify my thug. Maybe because you know I like a couple of Madonna you records, like that, but you don't like encore. Get the fuck out of here. Hey man, I don't like horns. Remember, I don't like horns. Nigga is a sick Negro. It's a couple Madonna records I like. Justify My Love would be one of them. 
So maybe nostalgia. That's crazy. You love the song because of Madonna. That's sick. Hey, man. Ain't the sickest thing I've said today. Well, it's not. But here we go with Moment of Clarity. Shout out to NBA 2K 2014. Yeah. That was that was hove all over that soundtrack. Doom, doom, doom. LeBron sitting there with the uh joint. Oh, let me see if I can find this intro. This was this was Eminem. What do you mean, Eminem? Moment of clarity. This was Eminem. Oh, the beat, the beat, the beat. Yeah. I thought about something else. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. What was it NBA? Oh, 2K. no, no, no. You're talking about 2K13. That was public oh, service announcement. Oh, yeah, moment of clarity is. Yeah, public service announcement is. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I still love this joint too, though. Because it's just, I don't know what it is about it. Like, is the hook or something? It's just like, and then literally, like, it feels like an interlude, but it's like a whole song when it says moment of clarity. Like, we just been taking this moment to, like, get some shit correct real quick. You know what I'm saying? And he went off on that joint. Still just kind of like showing that real, like, Check it temperature type record, you know what I'm saying? I liked it. I mean, it's building off of um, what is it? Uh, Renegade building off of that, so it was cool to see them collab again. Um, in a sense, I, well, I want to say that we didn't see we didn't see Eminem in the in the in the um studio session or none of the studio session uh scenes in. Fates of Black. So I wonder when this took place. Like, did they? I wonder if this was like already made during one of their sessions with Renegade, or maybe like so they did something after. Oh, I just wonder when they did it. He probably. Uh, this is probably one of the one of like the last minute joints. No, I remember the the only one that was delayed edition was Public Service Announcement. True. Might have been an early record. Uh, Young Guru. Young Guru has a. Uh, he has a podcast uh commemorating black album it's an it's like one it's one podcast um and they talk about the the album why did you link me to that you bastard why didn't you listen to that nigga, i probably didn't think about it nigga i sent you i sent you the link i forgot man niggas, niggas be blessing the blessing the niggas with the with the fucking like you know what i'm saying el plaga energy you know what i'm I saying Oh, I forgot it was a Rory and Maul episode too. Like that, that was one of them. They sat with Guru. They, um, they yeah, Guru with someone else. They first, sat with Guru and Blade. First, Sue, we playing Madden, and we literally like playing on teams on the same team and shit. This nigga didn't pass me the ball one time. Well, I get that you trash. No, I literally he just literally didn't pass. Like I, every time he did, nigga, I caught the ball and got yards. Like I was cooking anytime he passed me the ball. But he would like that was like, I had dinner, but I was about to be on my. Put that shit on. <laughs> I was about to get my AB on for the, for the, for the You know what I'm saying, bro? Like real talk, son. I was like, yo, I'm about to become a cancer in the locker room, bro, if you don't pass it to me. <laughs> I'm be called cancer in the locker 
and then now you don't want to feed me information and all of this such, man. Like, I feel like Ethan Hunt right now. Bro. I forgot, bro. I just remember today. I was like, damn, I remember this episode. But this was like a couple years ago type but anyways, shit. though, continue. What, what, did, what, was, what was it that he was talking about on it? He was talking about just the, just the sequencing of the album, and he did mention that Moment of Clarity was one of the first records that they had already laid out. So about the sequencing, like I wonder if we got any. I wonder if they got any quotes from it. Uh, I want to see this black album sequencing. If they got anything from it. But do you have any? Do you remember anything that he was saying about with the sequencing outside of uh, Moment of Clarity? This was two years ago. I haven't seen this in two years. Suck so much. It was playing, but not nah, man. Guru, but Guru is just such a legend, just being there and really be able to like put those finishing touches on it and such. Like the black, I forgot Metallica came out with a black album, also. Nobody cares about Metallica, though. Oh, chill out, chill out. <laughs> not my rock and roll. <laughs> nah, Metallica is goaded, bro. Um. Uh, let me see. Uh, no, they don't really get to now be able to really explain it like I want to. Some people said they hated the um, sequencing of the Black Album. Jesus. Fuck them niggas. They don't appreciate no art. Hmm. Hmm. <coughs> what is this? Oh, okay. Never mind. That's something different. All right. But no, anyways, where were we at with the joint? We were at uh, Moment of Clarity. So Moment of Clarity. let's get to 99 Problems. Probably one of the biggest video rollouts during that time you know what I'm saying like during that like span of hip-hop like the rollout was just like yeah rick rubin and then you had the 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 access granted video setting up the video and like the actual then seeing the setup for the song in the in the um documentary where it's just like that that whole studio session was just so dope to me bro like them looking at rick rubin's crib and just noticing all the like energy, like, they had some total whole different like type of meeting going on. Some whole dude, like yes, I forgot what they say, what they who they were, but it was some whole like different type of niggas, yo. And they was just noticing how Rick Rubin is just like he just be on his Rick Rubin type shit, bro. If y'all know Rick Rubin, bro, and know his this type of shit he be on, bro. Seen yeah. him. I think he said it was like a Tibetan. A Tibetan something type of meeting, bro. Like it's a Tibetan uh plant meeting. Something like that, bro. And he was like, Yeah, that's the shit that Rick Rubin be on, but he still has always been focused when it comes to music, bro. Like this dude has produced some of like the greatest albums that that of our music history, whether it been rock and roll, country, like hip hop. This dude's been a part of it, you know. So just to be a part of this last album and to be for Jay-Z to be able to get him on to be able to do that was just a tip of the hat of how Jay-Z and the pull that he has right now. You know what I'm saying? It was insane, bro. And then we heard the beat. It was just like, God damn. And I think it was kind of like a love-hate. Like some people liked it. Like some people didn't. I liked it. I thought that shit was crazy, bro. And then problems? People didn't like that beat? Some, like when I was at school, some people didn't act like they didn't like it. It was on some little rock and roll type shit. Oh, no. I don't think they were really ready for to hear Jay-Z on rock and roll S-type beats, <laughs> even though given you literally just said you didn't like the rock and roll version of Encore. So that, like you're surprised if people didn't like Jay-Z on rock and roll beats. Why did, see, you doing the shit Malik be doing on Thursdays. You, you, you taking some shit that I said out of context? Out of context. Out of context, we we talk about we talk about rock and roll, and, and you keep it up here, and you bring it out. It's called triggering. Right on time. It's called triggering the brain, bro. 
But anyways, I love the I love the beat. I, I love the hook. Like and then yo yo seeing him do the whole like cop uh part when you're like some some type of liars huh liar liars huh <laughs> yeah liars huh this nigga Rick Rube was in there like. He was in awe, bro. Like, yeah, like he, he did it pretty well. He fuck is amazing. Liar, liar, liar. Fucking amazing. Liar, liar. Yo, I was crying, bro. Had that white man in awe. And this New York dude trying to do this disgusting Southern accent. Yo, but he cooked, though, because he was like, yo, make sure you leave the gap so I can do the Atlas pretty much. And I was like, yo, that's fire, bro. Even though it's like we see many artists kind of do that now and such, and they probably did it before or whatever, but just seeing it for that song and see how it all came together at the end was amazing. Great, 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 great record. And I don't think it, like a lot of people don't talk about that record enough or how dope it was. But then we get to public service announcement, man. Now we can talk about NBA 2K13. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me see. Let me see. Look for the intro. Yeah, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Let me uh, let me uh, share the screen. Allow me to reintroduce my. This is probably one of his most like replayable, most like you know what I'm saying, rememberable song. Just especially off that beginning lyric. That one, yeah, that one quote. Everybody says it. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Broke. Yo, I'm crying, son. Yo, this is the this so lit. This, I think this is the last. This is literally the last 2K game I had. Damn. 13. Yikes. And you probably only got it for Jay. This is KD and Derrick Rose on it. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Home. H to the OV. I used to play the OV. You can call me CEO or the ROC. Fresh out the prior pan in the fire. Yo, they really did their thing with this. The real game don't look like that. What you say? The real game don't look like that. Not DOC, but similar to the letters. No one can do it better. They, 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 they wasn't going, bro. They wasn't going all when I dunked on somebody. Every day playing this joint, dog. Just hearing that song starting off just always got me hyped, bro. Always, dude. Like, didn't like you had LeBron with the Heat on there, Young KD. You had the Celtics. Big three Celtics on there, like it was just you had fire teams and this fire soundtrack. It was just one that was just one of my favorite two K games, bro. I don't think I'll ever have fun with another two K game like I did with that one. You got to get the new one coming out with Kobe, man. They're doing the Kobe challenge, all the all the Kobe challenges. I want to get it, but I feel like they definitely like just gouging these prices because of his death, bro, which is just disgusting. I mean, if he was alive, it'll probably be the same price. But I just feel like they just about to go super crazy with this shit too. Like they did Nike bringing back Kobe. Nike bringing back Kobe Brown. Well, that was through because that was because his wife allowed it. So who's to say the wife not aligned with this? 
I'm not saying that she isn't, but the pricing that be my thing. You know what I'm saying? Just get the regular game. That's what I do. I get oh, the no, same game. I am. I'm just saying, <laughs> general, like the the pricing that they have for the joints is still is still crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? That's the stupid niggas. The stupid niggas is the ones that spend 150 on it. Want to get all types of power ups and shit? Just get the regular game. Like we're paying 150 you, for it. Yo, Adrian, what's good, my man? It's my what boy. What up, Adrian? What up? Oh, shout out all marks. All marks pie. You already word, know what it is. Word. Yo, I hope my boy's having a great time in Toronto, man. I seen the tap, bro. That joint was fire. He got a Canadian, right. he got a maple leaf flag with the American, with the uh, Pan-African colors in it. That's so hard. He showed me the tattoo artist, too. That's joint hard. Yeah, I might have the link to get to that tattoo art if I go to Toronto, bro. I'm, I'm trying to get tatted. You know what I'm talking about. Yo, what? <laughs> you want God? Like, but anyways, man. Like I said, that public service announcement to be that to be like that last <laughs> to to see how Jay was talking to uh like just Blaze when it was Pharrell in in um in the uh, room and start saying like, yo, you. Why was it funny? We were just talking about games. He Why was, was yeah? He was rational, that nigga, for being a gamer. That he says spending his time on, you know, what I'm saying hunting for old game systems and all of that such. Being up six in the morning playing games and all of that such. And he was like, it's it's like he says it's the sub, such whatever date, and we still ain't you know what I'm saying make a song yet. And I I was like, damn. God, like all that shit crazy, but if you ain't getting no work done, like all that shit is a dub, bro. Like, I get it. Like, you put you put your work in, you should be able to, like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, Yo, what do you say if I could um do I'm doing all this shit just to uh to to help my uh video game addiction or some shit like that? He was like, I had to call him at 10 in the morning or some shit like that. Like, but look what he ended up doing. He ended up giving him one of the best beats on the album. Yo, Jay was cooking, and he said, like, "You might not make the album." And he looked over. He's like, "You know that, right?" <laughs> he gave him one of the best beats on the album. Like Man, that's how serious it was, bro. And to see like the little cook up he was doing, because whatever whatever he was cooking up in the video, I mean, the the documentary was trash. So to see whatever he ended up coming with public service <laughs> announcement was like. Whoa, he must have been like working day and night, bro. <laughs> like his job depended on it. Low key, yo, swear to God, yo, <laughs> swear to God, Blaze was yeah. Kanye was sitting there waiting, like, please. He needed to summon the Blazettes, just blazing the Blazettes. <laughs> Kanye's in there, like, please fuck up, please, please. Oh, come on, don't put don't don't put that out there. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Competition. Don't do that. Kanye respects that, man. Them niggas was in direct competition, bro. <laughs> he said, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played his video games. He probably the one telling them where the video games is. Yo, knowing how sick Kanye is. Right up, up on this street over here, but they got the new such and such, bro. I would not be surprised if he did that, he, knowing how sick like, he is. Yeah, I'll meet you there. You out here cooking blood. Cooking up Lucifer and Encore and shit. And then he oh, telling James that got two beats on here. That's why Kanye and Pharrell are the greatest. This is why they're the greatest, bro. Who's the greatest? Kanye and Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What now, Lowe's, bro? <laughs> nothing, nothing, man. Just we got hour two, bro. I'm not about to do this. No, one. we're not. No, hell no. I'm I'm not we might not even get to the writer's strike. 
Keep anyway, banging anyway. actors. Keep banging writers. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna have to get some shit off real quick after this. We get done with this shit, bro. Because uh, real talk. So justify my thug. We talked about that. Lucifer, which we were just talking about. Lucifer, bro. One of my favorite beats. One of my favorite Kanye Lucifer, beats. Lucifer, that was one of my like dog hearing that joint for the first time, like riding in the car, bro. I was just like. What am I listening to right now? How old are you? How old am I now? No, how old were you when you heard it? Oh, I was 11. 11? Yo, think about that. 11-year-old kid hearing that. Like, Bro, I, was, I was watching lots of episodes of South Park. That shit must have melted your face when you first heard it. Bro, this that... <laughs> I was like, what the f- is this? <laughs> What is music? What is this? <laughs> Jesus. And then this whole started going. I'm just like, yo, you gotta be kidding me. This song is just everything, bro. And just to see how people like try to turn that song into some like all that Freemason, all that stuff that they tried to do the whole later in years, bro. Oh, of course. Yep. You know, I was like, come yep. on, dog. This song is a class. We're not about to do this, bro. We are not about to do this. And to see where like Kanye was gonna take the song originally, dog, that song would have been fire too, though. No funny, like the song while he was presenting his like the original version of this joint. I like that too. I ain't even gonna like Kanye Loki should have got a verse on this shit. He was long overdue for a verse by the time the black album came out. He should have gotten a verse on um been the one, bro. Like he he should have been on Blueprint too. Yo, I'm telling you, dog, this would have been great, but Lucifer Buys is still a great record, bro. One of his best B-sides ever. Um, What we got next after that, bro? Allure. Which is one of the, secondly, another one of Pharrell's greatest beats ever and one of the best beats Jay ever rapped what you, on, what bro. You, what you called them niggas? What you called them niggas earlier? The greatest ever. You got it, Chief. You seen how Pharrell presented this? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruition is like everybody literally is like, nah, this is exactly literally how he explained it, like, bro. You have to have this. I'm not about to miss it and not be on this joint. And he gave him this. No, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I'm just playing. Now you see it. I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm just playing. I, I agree, obviously. They are the greatest ever. They really are. They really are. They think it was gonna say Harry Fraud or some shit. No, 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 no. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not stupid now. Not, but I don't do just Pharrell. I do Neptunes. I don't just do Pharrell. Oh no, no, bro. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But Pharrell in his own still is like n- nasty with it. Like when he wanna be. But um, but no, dude, this is how he was sitting there with Jay and just like that confidence that he had in his beat where it just it was just showing it was just like it was an amazing joint to hear jay rap off this joint and it was just the lord it was just amazing i don't know why i get so high yeah yo that is my favorite like that's such an amazing record you can listen to it at any time of the day it's not like an outro Damn near every song sounds like an outro. Damn, like an outro. Yo, this whole album is an outro. It, it is, though. It was his outro of the game. So that's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. Look at how it come around. Look how it come around. I come around, though. And come around back to my first song, which was the ending of the uh, the joint, man. The like, actual what, outro. Yeah, man. What was your thoughts on this record, dog? Um, I played this for my wave, I want to say, a few months back. Um, Love it. One of my favorite records on here. Um, I believe you hear his mom either on the beginning of the record or end of the record. You hear his mom on there. Um, you know, and nothing else, man. This is a time. This is a timeless album to me. It is top three Hove albums to me. I, I want to say, had he retired after this, I wouldn't have asked any more. Is Hove underrated when it comes to outros, like literal outros? He has some really great outros. I think he. <sighs> I was oh, gonna say intros, but the intros have some great outros. Um, volume three has the three song outro. See, yep, that too. Uh, what else? Um, what else? Uh, volume one. Volume one. He had a fire outro. Uh, Blueprint three. What did he have on Blueprint 3? Blueprint 3 had Young Forever. Mm-hmm. I usually ended on So Ambitious. Forever Young is fucking fire. Shout out to fucking, uh, what was my nigga name, bro? What was my oh, nigga Blueprint. name? Blueprint had Girls, Girls, Girls Part 2. Mm-hmm. Reasonable 444 four, four had Legacy. Reasonable doubt had uh, Can I Live? Technically, no. You might be onto something. Can I? If you if you don't count if you don't count Can't Knock the Hustle, the Fool's Paradise shit, whatever, whatever. Can I Live is technically Can I Live Two is technically the um, outro. You know what I'm saying? I can the rock last it. record on Magna Carta was Nickels and Dimes of BBC. Come on, bro. In my lifetime, Volume One was You Nichols Must Love Me. Uh, volume Two was. Uh, was it's uh money ain't it? The money in the thing was money in the thing, was it? Money yeah, he thing? ended it off with with that. That was a bonus. Money in the thing, okay. So, te- so technically, it'll be it's all right. It's yeah. all right, which was also a fire record. Yeah, we him and Bleak Cobbin, him and him Bleak during them time were like untouchable. Mm-hmm. Um, where we got volume three was. Volume three was anything. Oh my god, was it anything? Was like he had it was three. It was three records. Oh yeah, yeah, you did say that. You did say that. It was it was Hova song, Hova song, anything. Girl's so, best friend, girl's best friend, and Jigga my nigga. But Jigga my nigga was uh, oh all on that, all on that outro. Oh yep, 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 yep. Because anything is like 14, 14 minutes. But dog, uh, Dynasty. You want to do? We want to count Dynasty. It is a whole album. Where have you been? Him and Beanie Single, fire. Ooh, that might be one of the best ones. Now you said Girls, Girls, Girls Part Two. I'm not a one girls guy. Naked, lonely. Oh, you you a fan fan? You remember that? And because really, because of the Kanye remix, for real, for real. Uh, Blueprint Two, like you said. Well. What they gonna do? Part two, mm-hmm. bitches and sisters. Bitches, and, but we, it's not the last song though. <laughs> That's a crazy name for a song. Uh, Kingdom Come, Beach Chair. Eh. 
I didn't like Beach Chair. Yeah. He, he he missed this whole album. This this is his miss. American Gangster at the end of American Gangster Fire. Yeah. Blueprint three. We have Forever Young, like you said, Young Forever, like you said. That's fire record. Watch the throne. We got uh the Why I Love You Fire. That's crazy. Ends with Mr. Hudson twice. But that's a oh, I love you so. And why I love you. Is it not the joy? Oh, the regular, regular joint, regular joint. Oh, the yeah, I ain't look at the, I ain't go to the deluxe. The, the what's the deluxe? The deluxe got the, the joy. joy. That's even better. Yeah, the joy is even better. Come on, son. Like Magna Carta, where you said got nickels and like yo, Hove really might be have some of the best outros for real, for real, as well as the best intro. I can see for four forty four. Like, come on, dude. Like, nah, son. Yeah, Hove might intros be- and outros. Hope might really be up there, bro. When it comes to intros and outros, really, I'm really was focusing on outros, but I haven't looked into the intros all the way for real, for real. But he has some of my favorite intros. That was yeah, fire, bro. man. But we, actually, we, we can hold off on to the um, writer strike joint after to next week, especially if we get some more updates and such. But especially my boy at work, I put me onto some more shit too. That's my. Yeah, that's, I go to him for the information. I'm gonna go to the internet, bro. I found out some more shit about it too. But you already know, man. I'm in support. I'm shout shout out to them, bro. I will be I'll be still watching these movies, but I won't be supporting. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. Support the companies. I'll be supporting SAG and in in the in the we already know. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, same five movies. But you know, I'm getting ready for uh Oppenheimer and Barbie coming up, you know what I'm saying, this weekend, bro. I can't wait. I can't wait. Do you know why uh the Chinese uh DVD uh vendor don't got Oppenheimer? <laughs> well, he don't got Oppenheimer. He got all the other movies, but he don't got Oppenheimer. Wow, You know, you know the people at my Chinese restaurant like actually like me. You know that, like they know me. I, I, I'm just asking yeah, a question. We, they, we are actually peoples. We are one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They actually cook my food fresh. Do they give you the extra hookup on the soy sauce or no? It's it's you can get free for everybody. You can get it yourself. Man, look, if they don't got the skewer, the cat on the skewer, call it teriyaki. What? Get the, yo, get that nasty poverty shit y'all be on up there out of here, bro. Like, what poverty? Nigga, you never had teriyaki sticks up there? Nigga, you just say a cat on the what? Like, dog, I don't want a skewer. Bro, what? You don't know what? The joke went over your head, first of all. The joke went over yeah, your head. Yeah, New York motherfuckers and these cats in stores and around That's like that. disgusting. Look, just know that you're not going to be seeing when you walk by your local Chinese food place, they are not going to be watching Oppenheimer. Yeah, you remember on uh, Robot Chicken, they used to do that shit? The what? Where it'd be like the random uh, cat in the alley, the, the, like the little Chinese dude would come out the back door and snatch it. But then they'll like progress to like mad different people. It'll be like a random drunk celebrity, and they'll be like, "It'll like, be crazy." Like, yeah. Hey man, look, we love everybody, man. We just get these jokes off, man. It's been nice. We love well, everybody, man. Let's let's be able to get, like I said, man. Let's get to the waves, man. Let's do it. Oh man, all right, you. I, I went first last time. Yeah, you went first last time, so I'll 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 set the mood. I guess you would say. Justin Timberlake voice. Justin Timberlake voice. <laughs> That's such a great uh, record, bro. 
No, it is. It is for sure. And it's a good look for Coco. You got Justin Timberlake and Babyface in your resume. Can only go I'm really you. happy for my girl, man. Same, same, same. And you want Bel Air still? Like you cooking? On, she might. She she turning into the it girl, bro. We have a, a we have an R and B R and B it girl like this is SZA was R and B it girl. We got another one, yeah, and I like when we have multiple. Let's have multiple it girls. It's okay to have multiple. Absolutely, like they can all flourish in the genre. Um, I'm gonna play. Would this be considered an older record? Nah. Uh, one of my favorite Wale records. We were just talking about Wale uh the other day. Um, in the group, that Wale and Kaytranada. Yeah, what he said. Um, we were just talking about uh Wale at the Get Your Bars Off Network group. Uh, people want a new album, man. I want new. I want new music from Wale, man. We started talking about favorite albums, favorite songs, and this song came up in a lot of discussion. This is Wale, Barry Sanders. Woo! Now, yo, that's crazy. Cause when I was playing 2K13, I'll be listening to this song all the time too. Bro, this my shit. That's so crazy. This is my bro. shit, dog. You get you can even fact check that shit with Sue, bro. I would always listen to that was my that was my motivation song. Don't let you back. I feel you, A. I do. You see, nigga randomly sampled paid in full. A lot of game, a lot of hustle. You feel like what they want, man? You know, you can play. Fans still gonna love me. Yo, that is like fucking. Yo, Mike got an Oscar, bro. He should have had the water, son, bro. Like, I don't gotta be it. NAACP, son. I'm bro. I need your admiration for infinity. Not that this ain't lucrative, but I just need your energy. I got the passion to please. I will not gas for fatigue. In a way, I'm going to give me a Grammy or Danny O. And I just give him D. I give him D like they is out the league. I seem to be various other people. The questions and purpose always comes with critique. I don't like a two three defense. Come on. Show bus, Curtis Enes. Jordan Major, you niggas had reminder. Punchline Wale is like not crazy, popular, bro. Sports punchline Wale, yo, it's different. This is why Wale will always be one of my favorite rappers because I know he has the capability. Fuck him. Oh, 
Favorite shoe. I love that line. Had <laughs> my cement threes during that time. How many sports references do you think he had on his one record? Too many, bro. Too fucking many. Too many. And that's MMG Wale, too. That's not um, uh, ACG's Wale. Yeah, he was still in that bag, bro. That was a Mm -hmm. crazy time. That was a crazy time right there, bro. Beautiful fucking mixtape. That was 11-1-11 theory. Mm -hmm. That's the one that had... um, What's the shit? Uh, Ocean Drive. That is some of my favorite. Be nobody, nobody. That's my shit, boy. Favorite records was on that joint for real, for real. But yeah, man, for me, man, my wave of the week, bro, is I might have to pull a U today, bro, and go back to another artist, bro, that I played recently. But it's this album is just so many great songs, and I just think Willie Hutch. Is just an unsung, like, like amazing legend in black music that just doesn't get enough, like, love and like talk about. Cause this dude just has so many great songs and it's just his pen game is crazy, bro. And this Foxy Brown like uh, soundtrack has just been my fucking. It's just been life right now, bro. So the song I'm going with today is. Give me some of that good old love. Give me some of that good old love. But actually, did I play out there? I don't think I ever played out there. No, I didn't. No. That's actually what I originally wanted to play last time. So actually, I'm going to play that joint. But let's go, because that song is, bro, when I was on my trip, bro, the, the last time, that song was like just, I played that song back to back to back to back. God damn. It just that it just was the perfect song to listen to. Bro. It just spoke to me, bro. And that's how it was with like I I kept playing from Overture of Foxy Brown, Hospital Prelude of Love theme. Give me some of that good old love out there. That whole little run. That's what you played last time. You played um the Overture. Yeah. Overture. You played that last time. Yeah, so I'm gonna play uh out there. But here we go, man. Oh yeah, I played Overture into the Hospital Prelude of um love theme because it had the um nipsey hustle uh blue laces two sample in there but here we go man out there by willie hutch from the foxy brown soundtrack i've heard this before 
Lupe. Lupe. Fading voice shit was so fire to me. Like the way he was doing it like this. So Lupe, Lupe sampled that on the cool, uh, the song recognize real, recognize real. I knew it immediately when you played it. I was like, I've heard this before. Fuck, he did. No. They say the streets is a demon in a dress with dollar size in the eyes and semen on a breath like that record. Bruh, I love that fucking album so much, bro. Yeah, dog. That song right there. This album is so fucking fire, bro. So from that, we just heard two classic albums that sample pieces of songs from this joint. It's a reason why this album has literally got me in a chokehold right now. I can understand why producers were like sampling from this shit. It's fucking fire. Yeah, yeah, Will Hutch is really him, bro. You see how he's doing that, but just doing that fading voice, like that shit was just so cold to me. You know what I'm saying? And especially doing it back then like that. You know what I'm saying? That shit sounded like and the, the drums would sound like I'm bopping my head like I'm listening to it, like a them like a Kanye Dreams record. Remember like that the drum. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, you had a head knock to it. That's why I'm like, yo, this like You ever play Dreams in the Whip? <laughs> Nigga, when that shit goes doom, 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 like you can I'm telling you that shit goes crazy. Imagine when I'm like faded off these rooms. That shit is just, just faded just yo, I'm telling you. 
it should be lit, bro. I love it. Should music. Be music is amazing when you listen when you're on shrooms, bro. Same it's as when you're on weed, beloved. It is too. But when you're doing weed and shrooms, it may, you know, oh goddamn, with a bottle, goddamn. Oh, same thing. But that's why I, I, I always say that like shrooms, the, the effect is the same for me when people are having like a happy drunk, uh, a happy drunk or tipsy, like you know what I'm saying. Whatever. And I heard. I heard you was wild last night. I heard you was wild. I wasn't wild, and I was just. I, I was talking. We were just talking. No, but, but... <laughs> they said you would sound like smack. Oh well, that's how I'm, that's how I talk, bro. Like so now, changing. That's how I talk when I'm deep in like my like conversation. It just happens, bro. That's how I talk, man. I can't help it. But um, but no, nah, man. Like I said, I had a good session last night, bro. You know what I'm saying? I took like about 14 grams of that shit, bro. And I was just like vibing, bro. Listen to my music. I was trying to watch AW Collision and I just could not get through that shit. <laughs> I don't, I tried, I rewatched tag match like four times, bro. Yeah. I was going to say that episode of Collision is the numbers are going to reflect. That was a very good episode. That match was a classic. I really, I'm actually going to watch it after we. Not only that, but the tournament matches too. That now, I do remember that vividly. Shout out to my boy Ricky Starks. Shout out to Mad Black Willow Nightingale. Mad Black has been winning over this week. Kenny King won the digital championship at Impact. Uh, Trinity Fatu won the um, Impact Women's Championship at Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Leo Willow, Rush? Willow, Willow Nightingale won the um, women's Owen Hart tournament. You had Leo Rush winning the um, Impact. I mean, uh, yeah. no one cares about Leo. Chill out, bro. Leo. No cares about back Leo. In the bag right now. Don't do that. That's that narrative shit, bro. Don't follow old narratives, bro. Hey, hey, I only push my narratives, beloved. I'm saying, bro. I'm telling you. And speaking of which, Real D is he moving right now, bro. We will catch you Thursday. Malik is back. We are, you know what I mean? We had the Balco Gang episode. Shout out Dom. Doing very well in the streets. Niggas love baseball. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And and, uh, Mark's pod is coming back. We will be back. We're dropping the episode this Thursday for y'all, man. Had a nigga thirsting, looking for the new episode. I was like, threw, Yo, up, threw off my routine. Yo, shout out to my boy. You know what I'm saying? Brad, man, he just had a birthday. You know, my boy. Happy birthday, Brad. He's having a, he's, you know what I'm saying, going out right now, experiencing Toronto and such right now. You know what I'm saying? My boy, you know what I'm saying, Chris, you know what I'm saying, he having, you know what I'm saying, amazing time right now with his sons right now. So, People just having a little bit of life right now, right now. So we we coming back strong next episode. We gonna you know say back at you with some good wrestling content. Got a lot to chop up. Yeah, I got. Whoo! I can't wait, brother. I can't wait. And, hey man, can't wait to see what y'all about to get ready for professional narratives, bro. Espies, Espies, D Hop. You know what I mean? NFL back. So we we gonna be NFL heavy for sure. Can't wait, man. You already know what it is, man. Get your bars off podcast, stream this episode, stream the last episode, stream pushing narratives, stream all of our product, man. We got mad product in the streets for y'all, bro. You put it like that. We get real BMF on them real quick. <laughs> but you already know, man. Get your bars off podcast, get your bars off network, man. It's your boy Ari Starks. You never follow me on all social media, Ari Starks, or all social media. <laughs> follow Get Your Bars Off Podcast, get your bars off network. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore marketable one. You can find me on IG at King underscore cap 29. Don't forget to join the Get Your Bars Off Network Facebook group. Join the party. Join the debate. And maybe your vote can have, you know, 
have something to do with what album we do for next month's retrospective. Right, man. I think I think we definitely gonna have to come together find some dope choices for this one. I can't wait for this. To work oh, I still up. got the list you gave me. <laughs> yeah, we, can cook, we can cook up right after we usually do this shit. But let's let's get up out of here, man. You already know, man. Get Word. your bars off podcast. We out this joint, man. Love is love.